Getting behind that microphone, I'm ready to broadcast. Testing, testing, one, two, testing. I am now talking to a green type of tube, or whatever my father said. (laughs) Testing, testing, one, two. Mm. He had a way about him. He did. He had a way about him. I don't know what it is. Well, we got a busy show today. Everyone is talking about Trump and the indictment. I mean, it's interesting. Uh, On Fox News, it sounded like they they were like, when they announced the indictment of Trump, they were like, oh, oh. It's weird, the reality of Trump, uh, of uh, Fox News, because you, you see in this court case that's going on now, Dominion case, that the, the all the hosts secretly hate Trump, but they still have to get on the air and act like they like Trump. Uh, because well, they're here not they... sure now, you know, <laughs> they're, they're like they're on both their feet are on both sides of the line. Yeah, so here's the announcement on Fox, and you can hear an audible gasp. Here, uh, we have just gotten word former President Donald Trump has been indicted by a grand jury in New York. Trump was under investigation by the DA's office for his alleged hush money payment to adult film star Stormy Daniels during the 2016 campaign. And over on MSNBC, this is what it sounded like. They had a group of people uh, talking at once. And then uh, finally, Lindsey Graham was finally <laughs> Lindsey. Yeah, right. Lindsey Graham was on the Hannity show. And uh, I always find him kind of interesting because he stood up when on nine, when uh, when uh, January 6th happened and he said, that's it. I've had enough of Trump. I'm done with him. And then like a day later, he saw the way the tea leaves were, uh, were looking and he just went ahead and s- said uh, he just said. I'm back in because here he was. He was all upset about Trump being uh, indicted. They're trying to drain him dry. He spent more money on lawyers than most people spend on campaigns. They're trying to bleed him dry. DonaldJTrump.com. Go tonight. Give the president some money to fight this bullshit. This is going to destroy America. We're going to fight back at the ballot box. We're not going to give in. How does this end, Sean? Trump wins in court, and he wins the election. That's how this wins. Ends. He's like, he's the biggest cheerleader now. I mean, I, I can't figure out which side of the coin he's on. I don't know how you can say, you know, like have it recorded that you had two different opinions. Yeah, and it still matter. look people in the eye and go forward. He's a weirdo, that guy. That's like if I came on the air one day and I just said, uh, I hate Baba Booey. And then the next day I come on and go, I love Baba Booey. And you say, well, what happened to when you hated Baba Booey? Yeah, what happened to yesterday? <clears throat> yeah, right. I'd say, I don't know. I, I just know I love him. <laughs> and uh, then there was a big debate. Whether, uh, Trump's coming to New York. They got to, you know, when you commit a crime and you're indicted, an alleged crime, you got to get fingerprinted and you have to have a mugshot. And I was watching the news this morning and they were saying, well, he might not have to take a mugshot. He just might have to I be know. fingerprinted. Yeah, and I heard I get, definitely fingerprinted. Well, 
Yes. And uh, I was like, well, I don't understand. Everyone keeps saying the law applies to everyone. So why wouldn't he take a mugshot? (laughs) Half the fun of this is watching Trump get a mugshot. I mean, you know, you want to see because everybody knows what Trump looks like. I don't know. I mean, but but if the law is equal, then what is it that he doesn't? I mean. If I get well, arrested, not going or you to handcuff him now. If they came to right. your house, oh, they they'd handcuff might, me. Oh, they they slam you up against the car, bend you over, <laughs> and <laughs> well, take those handcuffs out. I understand why they're not handcuffing him. He's coming in uh, voluntarily, and okay, that I understand. And he's coming in with the Secret <laughs> Service, so it is an unusual circumstance. But you know, in our country, either you either everyone is treated the same, or they're not. But, but that's just you- like the uh, senator you just played. The country says one thing, and then you have all these exclusions. Right. So I don't know what's going to happen. It's, I tell you, you can't turn off the news. I don't well, watch once that. Once again, uh, he has control of uh, all news broadcasts. Because uh, I'll tell you the truth. When I put on the news, if they ain't talking about Trump, I don't want to watch it. You go I, I love, to some other show where they are talking about uh, it. I do. If you're not talking about Trump, I was watching the news. And, you know, they had those horrible tornadoes and people died. Yes. There was a school shooting. There was this. There was that. And I'm like, when are they going to start talking about Trump? And uh, <laughs> Where's Trump? Is he here where, yet? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> and it's the same discussion over and over and over again. And I And I can't get enough of it. It's the same discussion. It's like. He's uh, guilty of this. And what about the case in Georgia? And what about January 6th? And uh, what about uh, the and now Trump is mouthing off about uh, Bragg, who's the prosecuting attorney. And now he's going to have to be protected. And it's, and it's like and then they all offer the opinion and, this, and everyone agrees it's the same opinion. It's like Hurricane Trump. It's like a soap opera. And then all of a sudden breaking news. Trump will not have to take a mugshot. I and everyone's debating, should he take a mugshot? Well, then they bring in legal experts. How strong is the case? Nobody even knows the case. Right. Nobody knows what he's charged with. I, I remember at first it was like, is it going to be a misdemeanor or a felony? Then finally we find, and now the rumor is <laughs> the case is up to 30 counts against Trump. Yes. There must, I mean, what the hell could he have done? 30 counts. How many times did he pay her? <laughs> well, they got some case going. I mean, you know, and then you go and then they then they sit there and they go, well, Michael Cohn did got three years in prison for what he did. But Trump shouldn't have to go to prison. This, I mean, it's he wild. couldn't have committed a crime, even though the lawyer committed a crime in his name. Uh, yeah. He didn't commit any crime. Well, I don't know what's going on, but. It's hell, but there's it's so many cases because now you're getting information about the other cases. And they're saying that even after he was told he had these secret documents, he went through the boxes and then he tried to get his legal team to say misleading things or to deny that he had the the documents. I was like, wait a minute. Now I can't keep track of all the cases. I like the the Fox News guys. No, no one at Fox News actually debates whether or not Trump broke the law. I think they've all accepted that. It's it's just it's just a given that he broke the law, but it's still a witch hunt. In other words, it's all political, the, right? Right. It's all political. I, it's a it's a, it's an interesting argument. He did. He didn't do anything. Even if he, he broke the law, they're charging him because it's political. That's the, that's <laughs> the angle. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. 
You break the law, you break the law, but you know. Well, I'm going to claim it's political if I ever break the law. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, violation of campaign finance law is a, what did they say? A class E felony and carries a sentence of a minimum of one year and as much as four years. And they're saying they have 30 some odd counts. But I who mean, knows what all those counts are? They all. I don't know. They couldn't. Maybe they all don't reach the level of felony. Maybe not. But I guess together they could, they spell conspiracy of fraud or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't know this case. We don't know yet. They're going to. And that's the other thing. You turn on the news. Here's what we think the case might be. What could the case be? How strong is the case? It's like sports uh, when you when you turn in these sports shows and on Monday they they start debating whether or not this team or the other team is going to win on Friday, and they sit and they yell and they scream. Yeah, no one I heard knows a, what st- a story just like that. There's this seven foot four guy who's playing basketball and on the college level or something, and they say you know he tried to make a a shot and it didn't go in so he dunked the ball but he hardly even has to leave the floor to dunk the ball all he has to do is raise his hand and put the ball in the basket and then they had a debate about whether he was going to be the number one draft pick (laughs) so they could debate anything one of laura ingram's guests said uh a prosecutor a prosecutor shouldn't bring a case to court just because they can that's exactly what a prosecutor's job is to bring. And then someone said, well, they're doing it because he's Trump. And then I was thinking, oh, well, of course they should do it because he's Trump. He was the president of the United States. He should absolutely can... conduct himself as a right. uh, without breaking the law. But why is every Hollywood star made an example of? You know, like if they run a traffic light, they have a big case about it because they're trying to show everybody else don't run traffic lights. Yeah. But the president shouldn't be held to a (laughs) higher standard. That's weird. Well, anyway, uh, Trump was supposed to be here this morning. He was going to come. Well, he's preparing. I hear. I don't know what kind of preparations he's making. Well, that's what he was supposed to tell us. He was he was going (laughs) to he was going to share with us. But uh, evidently he's having trouble with his microphone. Oh, dear. Oh, he was going to uh, talk yeah. to us this morning? Yeah. Yeah. Any update on uh, Mr. Trump's... Um, that, yeah. Now, here's the update. It's not working still. Well, are they taking apart Mar-a-Lago already? Yeah. He hasn't yep. been in... He hasn't been convicted of anything. Couldn't understand if he was in jail and they were having trouble with his <laughs> microphone. <laughs> well, we, we, we're going to have that exclusive for you. And I promise that's going to happen at some point during the show. Let's go to uh, Ben in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Ben. Hey, now. Good morning, Howard. How are you? Hey, the reason why I'm calling, uh, Springsteen was at the Garden this weekend, put on a hell of a show, and I saw McCartney was in the audience, and I know COVID and all that, but was that something that was even on your radar? Did that get you something to second guess? You know, Bruce is here, big show. I really would be great to go. Why to am it, I? But. Why am I so scared of this COVID? If uh, McCartney, who's w- much older than I am, is going to the Springsteen show, was he wearing a mask? No, right? Nope, nothing. Picture of him sitting there, sitting by the stage, smiling. I said, "Why?" It, it makes me wonder: Does Howard second guess himself? 
Yeah, is I there mean, a I'm protected dev- area. Do you know? <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, right there. If, if 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 McCartney's not nervous about it, what am I carrying on? I if, if, I mean, I got to get. I, you know what? I got to get my shit together and get out. Well, I had I really a nurse do. declare to me the other day that the COVID thing is over. Yeah, I did too. Um, I, I I had to go on a doctor's visit, and then it was like, eh, nobody thinks about it anymore. Well, she I'm actually said to me, it. I'm wearing this mask because it was a hospital situation. I'm wearing this mask to protect you from me because, you know, lots of her patients are on treatments and so forth. And yeah. so that's why we're still wearing the mask. But it's not because of COVID anymore. Hey, Gary, you went to Springsteen. Were there any masks at the concert or is that all over with? It's all over. It's all right. over. It's like, it was like, remember before COVID existed and you'd be, you know, walking around the street and you'd see the random person wearing a mask. That's kind of what it is now. Did you see McCartney sitting in the audience? I had heard he was there and then I saw a picture of him later. And so and he's I think not wearing a, if he's not scared, no, I shouldn't be scared, right? And I think someone said they saw Hugh Jackman there too. And, but no, I, I didn't see anybody wearing masks. They're very rare. Well, I got to get it together then. I mean, I do have friends who are still wearing a mask in certain situations. So I don't know what to do. Uh, it's going to get down to the point where you can identify people in masks because there's so few of us. So there's Robin. She's got she's the one with the mask on. Yeah. And Howard, it was a sold out show. I mean, it was a full house. Packed. Well, Packed. first of Packed. all, Springs, Springsteen in New York is always going to be a sold out show for sure. I mean, uh, he's, he's the man. And how was it? Must have been great. Does he do the three hour shtick? This was so, um, he's, his shows have been running around 2.30, 2.40. This was a three hour show. This was the longest show on the tour so far. And I'll wow. have to tell you, it was one of the best shows I've seen in a while. Sometimes there's just nights where the energy is great and he was just it was a great show one of my favorites jeez how's he doing it i was talking to somebody who's in the music business i said how's bruce springsteen billy joel uh the stones you know mick jagger how are those guys singing at that level and you know the, the voices are strong and the energy levels there i mean i saw some video footage from those concerts bruce springsteen's doing and the dude is up on the stage, and Bruce is like, uh, you know, yelling, screaming, you know, hitting the guitar hard, and you know, I mean, I he comes out in the audience, it. Howard. He comes out in the audience. He goes, he runs around. <clears throat> it's it's like when you look at him, you're like, holy shit, he's seventy three. He's definitely in better shape than me. <clears throat> yeah, I tell you, it's unbelievable. So great show, great show. Someone said to me, you're definitely going to be nominated, you and Bruce, for an Emmy for that HBO thing. And I said, I don't know about it. I haven't heard anything about that. Hey, well, is but it I, time for those but things I would, to be said? I would go to the Emmys if they uh, nominated me. I would go to that. I got to admit, I like that idea. I mean, idea. it's kind of early. The Emmys just happened. So give them some time. Uh, they just <laughs> happened? When did they happen? September. What month is this? April. I'm very good. You don't have senility. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, how many months? Let me do some quick math. But stay again and I'll do it for you fast. When was, uh, when was, uh, the what Emmys was my question? Were... <laughs> what was the Emmys? The Emmys were in September. September. All right, right hold on. I'll April. do some math. What you do is 
You get out one hand. I think it'll only require one. September, October, November, December, January. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, you ran out of fingers. February, March. Now we're in April. You're talking eight months ago. It wasn't just, uh, that's eight months. Well, when do they, they don't start now announcing who's possibly going to be nominated at this point in the year. Sure they do. It's time. No, the show is our, the show is September 18th of this year. So I don't know when the nominations start. And that's what I just said, but it's eight months. Oh, it says, um, yeah, but, the Emmys will, but, the Emmys will be announced on July 12th. Uh, okay. Nominate. So you have a couple more months. Anyway, here's Bruce from the. Did he do this? No. No? I love it. Patty Patty wasn't there. Some girls they want a handsome dance. Her some good looking Joe. Oh, this song. Jesus Christ. There are some girls like a sweet talking Romeo. I get the chills, the goosebumps. Music does that to I me, you know. You get what you can get. There's no other art form than music that does so this. So if you're rough enough for love, honey, tougher than I got to be honest with you, Gary. I think I personally had the best Bruce Springsteen concert ever. Yes, There's no did. doubt. There's no I doubt. Sat, I sat about a foot away from him. And he sang to me. I mean, how do you top that one? It was like, it was like, uh, like he was singing to you like you were, were his girlfriend. You're that's like, right. You're the, yeah, he you're looked in the at tower. you while he was singing this song. Yeah, that's, that's right. I mean, what am I going to do? <laughs> I, I was with a friend at the show, and she's like, um, he looked at me. He looked at he, We made eye contact, you know? Yeah, well, I'll get over it. Hey, Howard, uh, quick question yeah. then. If, if, uh, so what happens, and I wish he got an Emmy nomination, but then when you go to the Emmy show, is that yeah. going to be a problem? With I would go to that. Because I'd have to go with Bruce. He'd be my date. And we'd have to go up and accept, and we'd accept together. Would you kiss, you know, how uh, those dates do when you get no, nominated or you get your name it. called? No, but I could see Bruce we'll just go. Kiss each other. We'll, we'll go on the red carpet. It'll be kind of cool. You know, I'll be very rock and roll. I'll wear a sexy outfit. Does Bruce wear a tux ever? Is he, what's he going to wear? Nah, to the Emmys, we're both going to like. We're renegades. We're going to wear our jeans and, you know, uh-huh. you know, rock and roll outfit. Your motorcycle boots. <laughs> yeah. They, what, I look like a motorcycle guy, except <laughs> it's me pretending. I, I like like you go back and look at pictures of me from whatever era. I'm dressed completely different from who I am as a person. I should really it, dress like an accountant. It's like a costume because yeah. you don't do the things you're supposed to do when you wear those clothes. No, I'm like Kiss. I dress up in the Howard Stern costume. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Howard. By the way, I'm still going to rave about Paul Stanley's book. I know it's an older book, but I'm reading it. And it is really good. It's very honest. And I like that. Um, I was, Howard, I was going to tell you that, um, you know, Springsteen has a bunch of Grammys, an Oscar, and a Tony. So the Emmy is the only thing missing from him being an EGOT. And you That's can help him that. Yeah, if we, if, you know, and what I'm going to do, I'm going to do a really cool move. 
I could either do one of two things. I could either push Bruce out of the way and grab the microphone <laughs> so he can't talk, which would really piss everyone off. Oh, my goodness. And like, I'm sorry, Bruce, there's no time for you. Or I could be gracious and just say, Bruce, this was all. Yeah, that's what I think. I'm going to go for like. You're going to go for the gracious. Yeah. Move. People want to because people want to hear what Bruce has to say. And I, I do, too, quite frankly. So I would just say, Bruce, this is your. Really, it really is Bruce's Emmy. He was just fucking phenomenal when we were talking to him. Grab your ticket and your suitcase. What, what did I do? I just sat there Thunder's and cried. rolling down this track. <laughs> don't know where you're going now but you know you won't be back well darling if you're weary lay your head upon my chest we'll so take good. what we can carry and this come on up for the rising oh. come on up lay your head they got to give us the Emmy, right? Come on up for the ride. With everything that, you know, you're not even taking parts of Come the interview. The it was such a... Right. You talk about honesty and uh, straightforward answers to questions. Yeah. Bells ringing, fill the air. I might even not go and just send a Native American woman to talk about Indian rights. On wheels of fire. That's old. You can't. Do that. You can't do that. Nobody will even know what that refers to. <laughs> a lot of these young kids don't know about that. They'll think That's it's an right. original you'll, thought. It'll be the first time it's done in their world. Promised land. Oh, thunder roll. Oh, thunder roll. Thunder roll. Well, it's lying out there like a killer. Oh, boy. Hey, I know it's late, but we yeah, we're going to win the Emmy. It's pretty clear on that. What else are you going to just... put up against that? Yeah, they have nothing. Oprah and, and Prince Harry? I'll go up against her. You will have to go up against somebody. I'm just wondering what else is out there. I think the category would end up being like best variety or something like that. And so it could be like SNL because SNL is nominated every year. And then I don't know what else. And then like the Oscars are nominated, like those things. Oh, no offense. We'll win. I think that might be where they put it. It's hard to say. Oprah better not steal Miami. She's got enough. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Come on, give me a break. Well, they might want Prince Harry and Meghan there. <laughs> <laughs> More than Bruce? Come on. Hey, Gary, Bruce adds a new song every show. What was the big song that he added to the show? Do you know? Oh, it was great. It was Jungle Land. Oh, Jungle Land. Oh. Like I, he did that for, I mean, I think he, he <clears throat> I, I always feel like New York is special for him. And so it was great. The band is amazing too, Howard. You know, Nils and Steven and, wow. uh, and Clarence Clemens' nephew. And, you know, he's got, um, four people who are like a, a chorus. He's got like a six piece, um, brass section. It's a lot. Wow. It's a show. And it's just him, right? There's no opening act. It's no, no opening yeah. act. Yeah. Right. Him for three no hours. Bullshit. Yeah. It, come to Howard, I was at the show. Yeah. It was, it was phenomenal just from beginning to end. You're like 73 years old, nothing. The guy just hasn't missed a beat. Do you, uh, did you spot a, uh, fafafui in the audience? Usually the teeth give them away. 
I was looking, I was looking, but now I could not find him anywhere. I don't know if he had good teeth. Yeah, he had the teeth. Just a big crowd. Yeah, those teeth are big. I mean, you can see them. (laughs) How much did it cost you to go to the show, Gary? It's, uh, those tickets are expensive. Yes. It was, uh, you want me to say before tax, it was, uh, $420 a ticket. Wow. Well, hey, it's, listen, you think about it. It's worth it. Three and a half hours. Yeah. I mean, what a three hour show, rock and roll. You pay that. I don't know. It seems, I mean, you know, listen, I remember going to the concert. Uh, just remember at one time you all were teenagers and you didn't have much money. If you're a teenager now and want to go see music, I don't know where you get this money. You shake your parents down. Come on. Oh, yeah. Or you, you do what I did. Down and shake them till their pockets empty. Yeah, you do what I did. I, my parents had no money, so I sold my body for sex. I mean, and then I went to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Coming at you, Baba Booey uh, at the uh, Bruce Springsteen show said Jungle Land has been added to the show, and he was happy about it. W N. BC with an exclusive Gary Saw Jungle Land being performed by Bruce for your listening pleasure at WNBC. See, that's that's a talk up to this part. I forget what they call that when you hit a, po- a music post. I hit a music post. That's right. Yeah. The Rangers at a homecoming. All right, Gary. 725, 25 past 7, 35 to 8. That's called giving the time three different ways. Thank you. Uh, look for me in New Jersey uh, in uh, at late August. I'll be at that show, too, at MetLife. Maybe I should go to that show because uh, Bruce even said to me, do you ever get to the, off the air? He said, do you ever get to the shows? And... Um, I wish you would have been there last uh, Saturday night, Howard, because like the garden, like when you get to MetLife, it's a different show because it's a stadium. I know. This the was, garden this is was... great. Billy Joel told me the garden is the most intimate room he plays. And I said, now I said, Billy, that's great. The, the Madison Square Garden is an intimate room. He goes, it's a weird thing, but it feels like you're playing in a lounge. It feels so comfy. Now, I, I asked him to explain this to me, and he did, but I couldn't get, I said, I can't imagine Madison Square Garden feels like your living room, and that's exactly what he said. I guess Bruce gets the same vibe. Gary, this is Definitely. terrible. I was handed a note that Bruce decided to play Jungle Land after spotting someone who was ape-like in the audience. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't write that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Step forward. Uh, do anybody have the balls? Gary, I, I apologize. But my mother would be so mad at me for comparing Gary I, to an ape. I don't think I care. I don't, think, I, I, I don't care either because I think it's funny or because I'm just so browbeaten. I don't care. I know. I know. Oh, it doesn't matter anymore. You know, I even I, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. Now, I'm, I, I am told that possibly any second, the man of the hour, Donald Trump, who's on his way to New York, and that before he goes to New York, thanks, Ben, by the way, uh, before he goes to New York, he wants to talk about this uh, indictment and, and coming into town and everything else. It's supposed to happen. So let's just sit here. 
He found a working phone. This is what they're telling me, Robin. (laughs) I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait. I don't hear any knock, but okay, let's wait. Uh, There, oh my. Let's make him wait a couple of seconds because he made us wait. I know he's got to get to New York because he's the president and he's up on charges, but let's, let's he's just got make a him private wait. jet, right? They, they'll wait yeah, for him. Yeah. Oh, I don't want him to go away, but I do want, you know, I want to humble him a bit. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> he really wants to get in because he must have a lot on his mind. Ooh, I'm telling you. I think he's like chomping at the bit. I better let him in, huh? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Jesus. Mr. President. I was oh, taking a dump. What the hell are you doing? Oh, my God. Your knuckles are bleeding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Mr. President, thank you for being on the show. I know you got to get on your plane and get to New York, but you're the first, the very first American president to be charged with a crime. This is historic. Congratulations. I do. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that because everything I do is historic. You know, a lot of presidents, no one remembers them. You know, people don't remember Taft. They couldn't pick him out of a police lineup. But everyone agrees on the most historic and the most gangster president ever. I have so much street cred now. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I'm blacker than Obama. It's true. They call me Suge Trump. Suge Trump. It's incredible. You know, I'm so blacked out. If Robin drove past me, she'd lock her car doors. It's true. Well, let me tell you something. I don't know about whether you're black or I don't like that. But I got to tell you, you are all over the news. Mm -hmm. And and, and, and what what they're saying, Mr. Ex-President, you're facing more than 30 counts related to business fraud. And I'm telling you, that's no joke. Well, listen, listen, the witch hunt has finally got me. They got me with their lies and their tricks and their so-called mountains of evidence. You know, they want to treat me like a mafioso crime boss. So I might as well be one. I might as well be one like the late, great John Gotti. Remember him? Tremendous guy. Very smart, well-liked, respected. They called him the Teflon Don. But, you know, I was the original. I was, you know, he stole that from me. Did you know that? I didn't know that. No No one talks about that. No one talks about that. And just like the Godfather, there are my two sons, Don and Eric. But somehow they're both Fredo, you know, no Michael, (laughs) no Sonny, just two fucking morons. That's what I get. Well, listen, I don't think you should call your sons morons. Um, Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Mr. President. They're saying Mm -hmm. they're saying that uh, they might take a mugshot of you, but now they're saying they might not. If you have to take a mugshot, are you ready for your mugshot? I am so ready for this. I have to tell you, I've been practicing in front of a mirror for days, days, okay? This is going to be a historical mugshot. I want to look tough, but innocent, tough, but innocent. You know, I've tried all the faces. You know my faces, the smiley face, that one, the sad face, the gum face, you know, the face you make when somebody unexpectedly puts their finger up your ass. You know that one? <laughs> I, I still I still can't decide. I still can't. Yeah. You know, the same with the perp walk, too, by the way. By the way, you know, do I dance in, you know, into the police station with no 
Care in the World, Electric Slide. I think, though, the YMCA. I think we go with YMCA. Or, what are you? T- yes. Why YMCA? Just, you know, <laughs> I, end, I end my rallies with YMCA. Every rally, YMCA. All right, right, perp? What about a perp moonwalk? You know what I mean? Oh, well, you know what? That's a great idea. I could do that, too. I could do that, too. But then I was thinking, let them drag me in. You know what I mean? Dramatic effect, dead weight. Can you imagine, Miss Me? You, like, sound, you sound almost excited about this and, and turned on by it. But this is going to be some trial, Mr. Trump. I'm telling you that. Oh, well, I know that. I know that the ratings for my trial are going to be unbelievable. We're going to get more viewership than OJ and Casey Anthony combined. I mean, this is going to be a game changer. And I'm going to object to everything. Ask me anything, Howard. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Uh, You're on trial. They're going to ask you something. Let's say you testify. Uh, did you have sex? Objection! Storm- Objection! Fuck you! <laughs> did you have sex with Stormy Daniels? Overruled. Eat shit and sit down. Did you cheat at golf? Screw you! You're fired. <laughs> you can't do that. You got to do that. What do you mean? No. Did you? Defendant can't object. I did can you object. Pay, excuse did me. You excuse pay, me. Excuse did me. you pay Stormy Daniels? Uh, you know what? These are hard, it's a horrible line of questioning. This is terrible you know, people. You're all this against is, me. You're this all is against gonna be, me. This is going to be a huge television event, too, I got to tell you. That I won't object to. That I won't object to. Hey, listen to this. We've got half the seats in the courtroom. Half. Half. We'll be selling those for top dollar. We're going to make <laughs> a fortune. All right? And you're I gonna, have to say, I wish You're going to sell invited. the tickets? You're going to sell tickets to the courtroom? Are you kidding me? You think you think Bruce Springsteen was expensive? Wait till you see the ticket price on my courtroom. It's going to be amazing. It's going to wow. be amazing. And I wish I was indicted when I was still in office because we are fundraising like crazy. Friday alone, we made $5 million. It's, it's incredible. And we're going to have ballpark vendors selling MAGA hats, flags, sweaters, beer cozies in the courtroom. You're oh. real well... I- He's going to have a table in the back with merchandise. Absolutely, (laughs) they're saying Robin. He's making, he's raking in the money. He's this is. Were you the greatest president? Just yes or no? Were you the greatest president? I was the greatest president in the history of presidents, other than the late great Abe Lincoln, whose wife was maybe a three, maybe a three. Do you do you have any plans? Let's say uh, you do end up going to prison. How will you handle prison? Oh, well, listen, I've, I'm way ahead of you on this one. I have a prison consultant, the QAnon Sean man. He, uh, he, you know, he know he just got out, so he knows. The, the QAnon Shaman out. is your consultant on how to go to prison? Absolutely. He just got out. He's fresh. They call that fresh in the prison business. And between right. you and me, I'm not going to pay him as my consultant. It's not going to happen. It's not gonna <laughs> I, happen. I had a feeling. You mean you he promised said, to pay him? And, all right. Have you right. taken into consideration that, you know, no makeup? You know, no tanning creams. No. What do you do? Excuse me. Excuse me. Objection. (laughs) Objection. (laughs) Quiet in the court. I object. What about your wife? I can't. What about your wife, Melania? I've been thinking about her. She's got to be upset about this on a lot of levels because this is about you having sex with another woman, you know, in in, in the end of it. I mean, let's. Uh, Melania must be livid. 
Well, listen, she's been such a pain in the ass, okay? A little time away might have its benefits, you know? You'd think a woman (laughs) who came here in a shipping container would have a little more sympathy for a prison cell, you know? I didn't know know she came here in a shipping container. (laughs) Absolutely. That was the best price I could get. That was the best price I could get. Don't you think prison could be a nightmare? Well, you know, I, I have to be honest for a second here. I'm, I'm thinking about a couple of ways, you know, to deal with this. You know, I'm thinking about sewing my asshole shut because, oh. you know, it's, it's a night. Listen, listen, we've all seen right. the movies. We've all seen, or, you know, a butt plug, sew it shut. I think we're in good shape. Well, everyone you know, in, in prison, everyone in prison is going to want to fuck a former president. Exactly. I they they want that crown. They want that that you know. I'd be the number one prized bitch, and I'm not going right. to let that happen. I'm not going to let that happen. It's going to be. It's going to. I'm, I'm taking care of this. I'm way ahead of you. Also, I I'm going to have to get a Miranda. Did you hear about this? I get a Miranda for doing a crime. You know these terrorists, these horrible, horrible terrorists get seventy two versions virgins and i get one miranda and i think that's very unfair because wasn't she the unattractive one on sex in the city why do i get her why do uh, I well get her? well you're talking wow. about miranda rights but uh uh listen you forget miranda you have beautiful melania right i mean uh i mean she's fantastic who's, she's right, fantastic. Who's better than I mean, I her I know, I don't get to see her a lot, but I think when we explain the conjugal visit, she might even be more upset. So, we'll have to find Well, this is unbelievable, Robin, I am it's, sure. Uh, this you is know, my indictment I, tour. This is my indictment tour. I'm very excited. I've, I've never been to uh, prison, but uh, I watch a lot of these shows about prison. I watch uh, a lot of shows, especially with Jeremy Renner, and, and, and what you got to do... Maybe you should align yourself with some of the gangs while you're in prison. I was so that you- thinking about that, Howard. Isn't he going to have to win uh, to join the Aryan Nation? Right. <laughs> you you got to join the Aryan Nation. <laughs> well, I don't have to join. I pretty much lead it already. So I think we're pretty good on that one. Well, I, I want to thank I think you. That's, I'm just going to walk right in. I think I'm going to walk right in on that one. I think I think I want to thank you for stopping by because I know you got to get on a plane to get to yes. New York. Uh, right. We'll all right. be watching you tomorrow, Donald. You are the news. I mean, be, it's I am going to be on every wall to wall Trump. It's going to be like the old days. It's going to be incredible. But Howard, listen, you and I, can we just talk directly? Could you take me offline for a second? I sure. just have a Go. few things for me that you could maybe hold on to. Could you do sure. that for me? Yeah, A couple absolutely. of documents, some nuclear codes, some alien bodies. Does that sound good? Don't uh, send I'll, this I'll, out live. No. All right, look, I uh, I just, well, you got a lot on your plate. That's I, it. I do, I do. You know, and just give me one second because I have to go. We're dressing up Eric to look like me. We're sending him in my place. We just came up with it. <laughs> Eric, do you want to go to New York, buddy? Huh? He's, he's nodding. nodding. Oh, no. Yeah, he's what nodding. Look at him. Okay, okay. <laughs> put him in the fat suit. Okay, yeah, that's it. The spray t- right there. That's it, you fucking there we go okay looking good buddy looking good send me a postcard from rikers all right listen you go ahead like a walnut in surprisingly good spirits you have to say for a guy who's facing you know a serious charge well in all seriousness nothing will please donald trump more than being on the news every minute he loves no he he loves that part of it i don't know if he realizes the rest could be very uncomfortable it's really quite a reality show, if you think about it. Like, we're living 
through something that is unprecedented. And it is, it's, it really, life has become so much like the reality shows on television that, you know, I think we crave, like it's an addiction to like, well, what's going to be the ending and, and what happens next? And it's, it's, God, you, you can't stop watching TV and the news to see what's going to happen next. Like I wake up sometimes and think, I better turn on the news. What have, what's going on with Trump? You know, look, I just got through the Gwyneth Paltrow trial. I don't even get a break before we go into the Trump trial. Did you hear that the guy in the Gwyneth Paltrow trial, you know, he lost the case. Yeah. Pretty, you know, it was pretty quick and uh, definite. But they're saying now he's thinking of uh, coming back at her with a uh, with a second attempt, you know. Supposedly, this is what someone told me. He's Would about- anybody really, after the the result they got this time, so quickly? I mean, the jury was just like, forget about it. This guy is off the charts, crazy, and we can see that he ran into her. So, what's to do? She made a mistake. She should have sued him for more than a buck to punish the guy because then it would have shut him down. But he does have to pay her legal costs. Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be pretty hefty. Yeah. Anybody whoever hired lawyers knows those hours rack up quick. Those are Gwyneth Paltrow lawyers. Yeah. They're not average lawyers. No. Can you imagine <laughs> what her legal bill must have been for this? I tell you, some of these, you know, these lawyers who were real good, they call you just to give you an update and they go, D- d- uh don't call me with an update. Just uh, <laughs> send me an email or something. Yeah. What's the cheapest way to get a hold of me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. I don't need an update. Just do your job. <laughs> I don't want, let's limit your time with me. Well, anyway, um, between Trump's indictment, Gwyneth Paltrow's court date, victory on Thursday. What a day. What a day in America. But. Uh, yeah, evidently the jury and the Gwyneth Paltrow thing, they were like, listen, this fucking guy, we, you know, enough. Who's he kidding? Who's he kidding? <laughs> they were like that. And then he goes, well, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, what do they call it when you sue again? I'm, I want a retrial or whatever that appeal. Appeal. Uh, that's appeal. the word. I don't, I, I don't, uh, that's crazy. Appeal. Once appeal. His lawyer says he feels mistakes were made and that, um, that they were allowed to look into that guy's background, but um, he wasn't allowed to look into Gwyneth's background. So they think they'll get an appeal well, on that. Sometimes when you lose a case and it's embarrassing, you go, "I'm going to appeal," and then everyone forgets about it. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think this guy wants to put more money into chasing around Gwyneth Paltrow. Didn't go real well. Anyway, there's so much going on. Hey, uh, I w- over the weekend I was looking at. Um, this whole Bruce Willis thing's got me real down. You know, I hate to see a guy in that much trouble, you know, with his health. He's got this dementia and evidently he's got the kind of dementia that starts when you're young, like in your forties. But now he's in his sixties and Bruce Willis has, you know, got really severe dementia. And I'm like, you know, that dude, he gave us a lot of good movies. Seems like a good guy, blah, 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 blah. And now he's suffering with that. But I said to my wife, I was watching his Bruce Willis's wife was posting videos of Bruce Willis like blowing out some birthday candles and they had him on video. I said, Listen, Dune, if I lose my marbles, 
don't, po- you know, because I'm not going to know You anything. don't want to go on tour. <laughs> I said, I do not want to be in videos. And please do not make any, like, like don't show me at my birthday and, you know, singing happy birthday to me. I just want to be left alone. Okay. I was reading something before the Oscars that she was uh telling reporters to give them some space and dignity because he has these issues. Don't be yelling things at him and all of that right. stuff. And I was like, I don't know that I would do that. Go on the red carpet. Hide me like Richard Simmons. I said to I said to my wife, you know, I said, listen, I, we never put out any video. I, I'm never, I mean, I'm on my wife's You're Instagram. You've never seen my face. Now. Yeah. yeah, right. Like you could hear my voice, but I, I don't want to be on video. Yeah, that's it. My feet, which are really attractive. Cause once in a while, my wife goes, can I post a picture? And you see like the side of my, my eyebrow or something. You know what I mean? I'm like, Oh, there's a curl. It must be Howard. But if I get real bad show on the side. If I get real bad and, you know, if I start to really lose it, you know, you, you, I don't want, you know, you see me walking around eating kitty litter. You know, here's a photo of Howard painting with his feet. I said to my wife, we don't, you know, I, I'm just making it clear now. I really had this discussion with her. I'm not joking. I, I don't want to be in any of your Instagram. And she said, okay, I get it. Uh, you know. Do you have that in writing? Well, no, but I'm telling you on the air so that you can enforce it. All right. All right. Step in if you see any, if you see me on her Instagram all of a sudden. <laughs> Poor Bruce Willis. I felt so bad for the guy, you know. But uh, anyway, let's go to Bobo. All right, I haven't spoken to Bob. I haven't spoken to you in a while. What's yeah, up? Where's he been? Yeah, how you doing there, Howard? How you doing, guys? Uh, did you happen to see O.J. Simpson put out on Twitter his thoughts on Gwyneth Paltrow and Trump? I mean, what the fuck is with this guy talking shit? He, he's like he's some model all-American citizen society, you know? J.D. should have uh, pulled that. J.D., did you see that O.J. is talking about the Gwyneth Paltrow yes, trial? The clips are going to be in, in like two minutes. Give me two seconds. Oh, okay. They're going to be loaded in. Are they good? <laughs> They're all right. It's OJ, you know, same shit. What, what's OJ's point of view on uh, Trump? Well, Trump, it's just like, uh, you're innocent until proven guilty. Um, I mean, he's not a fan of Trump, but, you know, right. he's trusting the... the... <laughs> yeah, there, there's a thought. He, OJ he's so... very much into innocent until proven guilty. OJ, OJ's such an interesting guy. I would like to talk about Trump. Oh, okay. Um... Innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> uh, yeah, we know that, OJ. Come up with an original thought He's that I can charged. fucking, uh, yeah, he, he, he is innocent, you know, uh, so do not jump to judgment. And I'm like, well, yeah, we, we get the concept. In this country, you're innocent until proven guilty. We get it. Thank you. I like that, that he has a Twitter account and that's his, uh, what do you say about Gwyneth Paltrow? Well, he recounts a time that, uh, you know, he went skiing. Woo! And that uh, he got into an accident with the with the same woman twice, and you know, and then I killed happen. her. <laughs> <laughs> these things happen, you know that sort of thing. And he you know, I would road rage. He got away with. I would have told Gwyneth Paltrow, "You blonde lady shouldn't be so mouthy." 
maybe then you wouldn't get sued. It'd be great if OJ was the real OJ, like the angry OJ on his Twitter account. Fuck these bitches. <laughs> they think they can get away with it. Someone has to teach them a lesson. I want real OJ. Go wild on there. OJ gone wild. Instead, we get the OJ. He has a right to a fair trial. What are you, a lawyer? <laughs> Why? Let me ask God a question if there's a God. Why the fuck does Bruce Willis get dementia and OJ's brain is fine? He's thriving. Why would you do that? OJ Why would... has no problem communicating. It happens. Why is Bobo still communicating and Bruce Willis can't? <laughs> I mean, think about it. No offense, Bobo. <laughs> you know, Gwyneth Paltrow got into an accident on the ski slope. She reminds me of my ex-wife, Nicole. You know, Nicole and Ron Goldman both got into an accident. <laughs> he says he skied into the same woman twice. <laughs> That's yeah. right. First time was an accident. Second time wasn't so accidental. He was skiing with Nicole. Today on my Instagram, I want to show you me sharpening my knife. <laughs> just the way I did it when I was angry with Nicole. You know what you do? Why can't, why can't, you know what you do when a woman runs into you with her skis? I run into her with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> The the Pacho clip, the most annoying part is you can hear birds chirping in the background. And yeah, uh, right. <laughs> That's the most annoying part. You're so right. It's like OJ's like, hey, the, I'm back in my backyard, which is quite spacious with the birds chirping. <laughs> OJ in paradise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's living the life. Mike died. Those you Goldmans. killed your mic. <laughs> yeah, I killed my. I killed my mic with my OJ. Just killed my mic. Oh my! I would love to see OJ. You know, really be OJ on there. I would have to follow. You know, I, he's got close to nine hundred thousand followers on Twitter. He'd have nine hundred million followers on Twitter. Oh man! Check out my favorite Ginsu knife today. I'm sharpening the blade. You know, a lot of people ask me about my disposition. Well, quite frankly, I'm very calm these days. Now that my wife problem has been solved. <laughs> the birds, the worst is when you see OJ on the golf course giving his update in his cart. Or you see or OJ. dancing in a club. Nah, yeah. oh, oh, dancing in a club. That was the worst. OJ dancing in the club was like, you're like, motherfucker, I don't go to a club. OJ in the middle of COVID is at a club with hot chicks. I'm in the club and Nicole's with the worms. Let me hear this. You want to hear O.J. on Trump or O.J. on Gwen? Well, here, let's start with clip one. This is O.J. Yeah. on Trump. Donald Trump got indicted today. And, of course, my phone wouldn't stop ringing. My phone wouldn't stop ringing. Who's, Who's calling him? <laughs> because Trump got indicted. I think it was us calling him. We were trying to make a funny <laughs> phone call. 
uh, uh, friends from both sides of the aisle. I've had my share of trials. I had a trial here in Las Vegas. Really? That I did not agree with the decision at all. I thought it was ridiculous. I thought it was wrong. But right. I accepted it. I didn't complain about uh, <laughs> it was my property. I, I point that out. I didn't complain that it was no, uh, it was all white jury. <laughs> it was 12 Americans who decided, and I made it a point to honor those 12 Americans by being the best inmate I can be. He might be arrested. What a great guy. Wow, he's actually bragging about how great he is about yeah. uh, he was the best. He like, took like, his punishment, even though he didn't agree. I, it's like I deserve a Heisman trophy for being a great <laughs> convict. <laughs> they should give you a trophy. <laughs> yeah, like OJ's like, hey, Trump, just go to New York. And if they find you guilty, go to fucking jail. Don't be such a pussy. You know, I. You I don't kind agree, of agree with OJ. With OJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sadly. I mean, uh, he's a horrible person, but he's making some sense. <laughs> you know, I was a perfect inmate, but not so perfect husband. <laughs> uh, I went through a little of that, too, with a, an alleged road rage. He's going to be in and out of that place in like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, hey, innocent <laughs> until proven guilty. No, I don't know what you're saying. It's the He's saying innocent until proven I'm, He goes, I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. <laughs> By the way, OJ, mean? how's about this? OJ follows me and JD on Twitter. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. He only hey, follows. JD, here you're a real big shot, huh? You don't think I'd do it again, huh? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm just uh, saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. You know I know what, what I'm I, saying. I was thinking that, you know, even when we had Lawrence Taylor in here yeah. and he got a call from OJ after we got off the air. Yeah. And you said, say this to OJ. And Lawrence Taylor said, here, you tell him. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. afraid of OJ. LT is afraid. Yeah. He only follows 50 people on Twitter. <laughs> and you and me are one of them? Or oh, two we're of lucky them? few, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, for wow. You better Here's... be worried. Oh, I'm worried. You better worry. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. Know what I'm saying? I know what I'm saying. You um, know what I'm saying. Yeah. JD, you better look out when I'm you come to saying. Vegas for Ronnie's wedding. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, here's OJ on Gwyneth Paltrow. Let's see if it's equally brilliant. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, this morning... I love that he has that thing he does every time. Hey, hey Twitter, Twitter world, world, it's yours, it's hey, you, Twitter it's me. <laughs> Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, this morning I'm doing my normal scrolling through sports and through... Uh, the yeah, you know what, you know what um, Ron and Nicole are doing this morning? Nothing. Yeah. I'm just doing my thing, enjoying my life, scrolling through the sports. <laughs> the news uh, channels, and on one of the news channels, they were talking about Gwyneth Pato and her lawsuit. <laughs> what? Uh, from the Good for him. That I like. I like he can't pronounce her name. 
skiing accident. I guess she had uh, at Deer Valley. And I'm thinking, yeah, Deer Valley got some pretty narrow runs. Uh, and I was thinking about my experience at, <laughs> at Deer Valley. I had a friend named <laughs> Alan, and he owned a couple of properties up there. So uh, Nicole and I, we went skiing. Of course he did. I had been skiing for Nicole. Nicole like, like, he doesn't even mind telling old no. Nicole stories. You know, oh, that's another so much. annoying thing. I really miss her so much. That proves I didn't kill her. I have many <laughs> fond memories. Nicole and I, we went up to the, of course, his buddy's a rich dude who's got like multiple properties at the ski resort. Sure. You know how it work. He loved having OJ at his uh, place, and I love taking advantage of all the luxuries. <laughs> you know, I, I feel so bad for Nicole that... She is no longer alive to enjoy beautiful ski vacations. <laughs> yeah, OJ, that's pretty upsetting. Yeah, when was the last time OJ went to Deer Valley? Was that it? <laughs> Many years ago, Robin. Uh, that guy dropped fact, him. <laughs> if, if, if that snow up in uh, Deer Valley melts, you might find a few people that, let's say, <laughs> I ran into. <laughs> it happens. I remember one time, Nicole fell down the ski hill and got a huge black eye. <laughs> <laughs> you you know what I'm I know what I'm saying. You know wink, what wink. I'm saying? Wink wink. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, she just I'm wouldn't just shut saying. up. And then she karma hit saying. her like a tree hitting her. And uh, and she got a black eye. I remember many times going up there and skiing away from that pain in the ass when she would start nagging OJ. <laughs> I'm a years at this point, I was a pretty good skier. Skiing, you're going to have accidents, lawsuits. I don't know how you could. I, I was watching the day. I saw the run uh, uh, that their accident happened on. It was the same run that my accidents happened at Deer Valley. Accidents. <laughs> and no one dared sue me. <laughs> you know, uh, in all seriousness, skiing is a dangerous sport. Almost as dangerous as waiting tables in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> And I don't know how you can, you know, determine whose fault it was. I crashed with the same woman twice on one run. And and she didn't. She just got up and said, excuse me. She said, thank you. <laughs> for not she said, me. oh, OJ, can I have an autograph? She was very, very polite. <laughs> you know, you can have accidents anywhere, walking down the sidewalk. Or even just returning glasses to somebody that they left in the restaurant. Somehow a lot of accidents happen near OJ. Yeah. Stay safe. OJ's always having accidents. Somehow everywhere <laughs> he goes, he has an accident story. There's a lot of danger. Opening your door can be dangerous. <laughs> if it's a very, very dark night, you don't know who's going to come in and stab you to death. If you asked me, it was her fault. And I'm sure if you asked her, it was my fault. I'm just saying, it's part yeah. of skiing. Take it. <laughs> there it is. Who's laughing now? It was truly, boy. There it is. Uh, it's me, real OJ32. All right, good job, uh, Bobo. There you go. O uh, Bobo reporting on OJ Simpson. Thank you. You got it. All right, that's uh, Bobo. 
OJ was an excellent skier. I I love that. <laughs> yeah, and we had many accidents. <laughs> what a piece of work that guy is, huh? What a piece of work. Oh, man. Anyway, I'm going to take a little breaky poo. And then we got a lot more show for you tomorrow. Uh, Brooke Shields going to stop by. She got an excellent documentary out that uh, details her life. Holy fuck. What a crazy life. That mother. She's been famous since she was a baby. Yeah. And it's real creepy, too, because like when she was like 11, they were practically making kitty porn movies with her in it. And yeah, it's kind of crazy. But she was like the most famous person on the planet, for God's sakes. You forget all the stuff she was involved with. She married Andre Agassi. She kind of like Michael Jackson tried to pretend that it was his girlfriend. Brooke yeah, Hill. they used to be showing up at award shows yeah. and stuff together. But what a beauty. Oh, my God. I'm watching this uh documentary and you're like oh my i mean yeah a she more was perfect face you're yeah. stunning every advertisement she had they had a brooke shields doll like a barbie doll don't ask what was going on around brooke shields two and, huge uh, movies uh pretty baby and blue lagoon blue lagoon was huge i remember watching that going jesus and I, how old was she in blue lagoon she could have been more than like 13 Maybe. Yeah, I think, I think she was. I think she was fifteen, 15? or sixteen. Yeah, fifteen or sixteen it was crazy. But the, it featured the two best-looking people in the world. It was Brooke, Brooke Shields, gets on an island. Fortunately, with like one of the best-looking dudes on the planet. And they were the, sort of related. They were traveling together. Yeah, they, they didn't got know to a shipwreck. Yeah, they didn't know any, You know, they were little kids when they got shipwrecked, and there were no adults. So they grew up on a beautiful island, and they wore loincloths, and they were just about naked in every scene, and then they started fucking, but they they yeah, had to they figure out how that to, out. <laughs> yeah, they figured out how to fuck. <laughs> I got to ask Brooke tomorrow, man, the dude in the movie with her, I don't remember his name. I can't what? think of it right now. Christ, Christopher Atkins. Thank you. That's Christopher right. Atkins. Yeah. He had to have a boner the whole time. When he was working with her because... Yeah, and I don't remember how old he was at the time that movie was shot. Hold on, here's a fact. Brooke was 14 in Blue Lagoon. It was very okay. sexual. Very sexual. Well, both and then you those watch roles it. were very sexual. And then you're watching the documentary like in Pretty Baby when she was 11 and she's kissing like a 40-year-old dude. Supposedly she's saying that her mother left her alone on the movie set. Like she didn't even sit in. So she had a crazy life. Well, the whole, per you know what the, the whole premise of the movie is, is that they're going to make a lot of money selling her virginity. Yep. So the whole Christ movie's about getting her, you know, ready for this. Out. Yeah, ready yeah. for this major payday. Christopher Atkins was 18. Brooke Shields was 14. Yeah, that's ridiculous, too. Yeah, that's kind of wild. If you think of nowadays, they wouldn't let that happen, I don't think. But anyway, she'd been through a lot. She's got an interesting life. So she's going to stop by for a little bit. That's happening tomorrow. We got a lot of sh a show to get to, including I kind of get I got I got so much to get to, man. I got to you know what? I got to buzz through. Here's what I got. I got a J.D. visited a bathhouse 
and it's crazy. And, um, you know, he went with John Blit. When those two get together, it's always funny. Where's this bathhouse? In New York? Were they in yeah. New York? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, wow. the Russian bathhouse. They oh, went. okay. Uh, Chris, who, of course, is um, ready to report on gay porn. I think I told you about that. There's some disturbing new trends in gay porn he wants to point out. <laughs> yes, we must keep up. <laughs> I do have a little phony phone call, actually, with Oprah on a gratitude hike. I got a report on the most unsexy pod. It's an unsexy sex podcast, and I'll just tease it with that. I'm not going to explain to you the whole hmm. concept, but uh, you'll see what I mean. I got to read you the fan feedback from last week. And I got a report from the AVN Awards, the Adult Video News Awards, where, you know, porn stars get their Academy Award moment, which yes. I think is great. You know. Is there still enough of a porn industry? I, I wonder about the porn industry. Oh, since. my God. Are you kidding? It's got, I think the porn industry is way, way huge. I mean, I was on, let's see, I'm proud to say at my age, uh, my wife had sex with me this weekend, I think on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I beat off. <laughs> and uh, that was yesterday. And I watched a lot of lesbian seduction porn. I like to see uh, lesbians seduce each other. One of them has never done it before. And she's being talked into uh, lesbianism. I like that. Well, what the I mean problem. by wondering, is there organized porn? You know, there used to be these companies that put out yeah. movies. Now everything's sure. streaming and it's just a scene or here. I don't even know what what's being nominated. Well, I don't know. I think the business model is they put it up for free on YouPorn, but the YouPorn stuff is abbreviated and I don't like it. I'll tell you what what bothers me. I like a buildup. <laughs> if I'm going to watch some lesbian seduce another lesbian, they start the seduction, then they cut right to them having sex. And if you ah. want the seduction, you got to subscribe to the website. You got to pay a premium. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Can you imagine my credit card? <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not the only one who sees my credit card. I got a business people. I got a whole organization. There's a whole group this has to go through. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I can't do anything on my own, but I always have <laughs> eyes on me. Don't ask. But, uh, Did yeah, they ever so sit I, you down and tell you the, you know, where the money's going and somebody would have to say, and then there's all these charges. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like everyone looks over the charge. I'm not the, like I look over my bill and there's like 50 other people look over the bill. So I'm not looking for, you know, but I, I would love to just see a full porn. I don't like that it's edited on you porn because like I'm watching, I was watching a pretty good porn. This one I like. This woman is a lesbian and she's dominant. So she's got a sex slave. I, this is what I beat off to this weekend. And she's got a sex slave. She's got this girl. And how do they prove she's a sex slave? So the good looking dominant lesbian is sitting there in a dress like a business outfit. She's got her legs crossed. She's sitting on a couch. Her, her lesbian like dog is literally in a dog chain and she's she's on all fours she's not allowed You're talking to stand about a up. woman a woman a woman on a, a dog chain uh, yeah and she has her on a dog chain and she says to her make me some tea that every fucking one of these you know 
dominant, uh, submissive videos is make me some tea. That seems to be the most insulting thing. Everybody's making tea. (laughs) Yeah, she goes, make me something to drink. And then the woman gives her tea. You can tell the tea's cold, too. I thought she was going to hit her over the head with a pot because, you know, that's her sex slave. So she she drinks the tea and she goes, mm, pretty good. Like she's all pissed off. It's not great. It's eh, pretty good. And the, the sex slave just sits there. And then she sticks her foot out and the sex slave starts licking her foot and stuff. And then she starts patting her her dog woman on the on the head. And this girl was good looking. The girl in the dog chain. And she's in some kind of contraption. Like uh, she's got like a leather strap up her ass and like her titties are in a fucking crazy strap thing and anyway she says so now i'm into it right because this woman is a lesbian dog who has to (laughs) service her mistress this is perfect she says all right you're a good girl come upstairs take grabs the dog chain and the, the poor girl is going up on her knees and, she's and, crawling and, up and the stairs. She's crawling up the stairs. They, they, she finally crawls into the bedroom and she jumps up on the, on the bed like a dog. <laughs> Is she going? <laughs> she doesn't and do I'm that. All, does no, 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 no. Stop it, Rob. That would be silly. <laughs> but, uh, then, and then she handcuffs her, her chains and chains her to the bed. And now this beautiful blonde lesbian. Who is a subservient woman. She's like laying there. And I'm like, well, what do you do now? What is this dominant lesbian going to do? She squeezes her titties a little bit, this and that, kisses her. And then boom, they cut. Next thing you know, the dominant lesbian is sitting on the blonde's face getting her pussy now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that sucked. I, I, I got, I, I, my my whole heart, yeah, Yeah. my heart on went away. Like I couldn't (laughs) even come. I'm like, what the fuck? I was, I wanted to see, you know, the buildup. So then I, I, I typed in seduced again and I watched, um, oh, I did, this is where I blew my load because this, this girl was a photographer and she's taking pictures. Of a girl on the bed in a lingerie shoot. And the, uh, the, the girl in the lingerie is a little bit shocked that the female photographer is touching her titties and being a little physical. No, I don't know. I don't know if I should do this. Boom. But again, they did cut right away. There. So you got to, you got to pay money to see the actual moment ah. where, you know, where she gets like kind of seduced and. Well, isn't that interesting? You think they think to have you pay for the actual sex, not right. the rest of the buildup. This guy's from Massachusetts, Robin. He says he knows how to get around paying for porn and having no one discover it. Yeah, go ahead, Tom. This is a genius. <laughs> yeah, you're a genius. Hey, hey Howard. <laughs> this is a genius. Yes, Tom. <laughs> All you got to do is uh, go to CVS, buy yourself a prepaid uh, Visa card, and uh, use it that way. Tell uh, you know whoever handles your finances, you're giving them away as gifts, and go in there and you can have a party. Hmm. You know who I remind myself of? Um, I remember on the old Lucille Ball show after after the whole Lucy Ricky Ricardo divorce, uh, there was a show called um, Lucy. 
Here's and Lucy. she had a bank. All kinds of Lucy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a banker, and the banker would uh, visit her, Mister Mooney, I think his name was, or something. And he would come in and say, "Lucy, uh, I'm reviewing your bills." She would get an allowance from, right? You know, and you know she, she was wasn't allowed to get more out of that allowance. Yeah, yeah. That's like me. It's like I would like to watch porn and pay for it, but I can't. <laughs> Too many people look at my bills. Yeah, you already said something yeah. he's not going to do. Go to a store and buy a Visa card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to the store. And then I know people will be like, oh, yeah, I heard him on the radio. He's buying a Visa card for porn. Because Tom from Massachusetts told him to. Yeah, anyway, who cares? Jason was telling me he uh, he's, he's now paying for porn sites because he was sick what? of the videos. Yeah, you yeah. didn't like them. You don't like when they get cut, right? The, the same thing you were doing, like, and I, I, I'm like, oh, I like the story. I like to know why and how they ended up where they ended up, and and all this stuff. And so, and I noticed that there were like two types of uh, two porn companies that I kept watching over and over again on the free sites. There's uh, one called Adult Time, another one Miana or something, and. I wanted the full story. I wanted the the full experience. Right. It wasn't fun, and I'm like, well, let me just start paying for this, and I did. <laughs> and I feel like how an much idiot. do you pay? How much do you uh, pay? You know, what I did. I just I decided to be a big mock and just pay for the year. So you pay like you know, it's like something like thirty five dollars a month or like two hundred for the year. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll just uh, I'll pay for the year. So I'm yeah. still in the middle of it, but they don't. It doesn't come up as like porn site on your credit card bill. They all have these, oh. you know, fake, fake out names, you know, like, uh, like customer support or secure transaction or, you know, something. Yeah. Like that. That's what they did yeah. it. Uh, when we used to go to the strip club, you'd get a little charge on there and it would be like, yeah, you know, you couldn't tell it was the strip club. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> it still feels kind of there. You know what it is, Jason? I just feel like, you know, I, if I start paying for porn, it's over. You know what I mean? I, I just I feel like that's like hitting rock bottom in life. I'm not paying for well, porn. I'm thinking about Jason, you know, and I've heard that in married couples, you usually discuss every expense yeah. <laughs> because you have a budget. <laughs> so you're sneaking the, the 200 off the budget and just getting your porn, right? Yeah, well, porn is so weird. Like even and, and even hearing that Jason pays for porn i i like i look at jason i don't want to think about that he jerks yeah, off you know right. what i mean it's disgusting <laughs> you know? for the show howard yeah <laughs> no but, but it's, um I, you know, my crazy? problem with what my problem with seduction porn is that the seducing happens quickly, quickly. and i want it to happen slowly and so benji's telling me he likes that kind of porn he goes i typed in slow seduction and you know what he got what slow adults having oh, no. sex yeah slow <laughs> seduction oh wow that's disgusting what kind of porn are you jerking off to jason he went away um uh i i um i like i like i like the uh the incest thing i especially um like the stepmom stuff i like because it's wrong you know anything that's wrong uh, I like that, and I like um that one I signed up for. That I'm paying for it. They're just like movies. They're like these full feature length movies that are shot like very cinematic, mm. and they have um uh what was one I was watching a couple weeks ago? It was like a homeless. There's like really insanely attractive homeless woman like shows up at this guy's door, and she needs a place to stay, and you know, and then one thing leads to another, and she's like, "I'll suck your dick for," it. and he's like, "No, no, no, I'm married. I don't need that. I'll just, you know, I'll take care of you." And but then yeah. it's all just I don't know. Uh, I just like it's creepy. You paying for yeah, porn? I don't want to hear from you again. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I like these um, seduction videos too. The the girl always say to the other girl, "Have you ever been with a girl?" And she'll go, "Not really." And she goes, "You've never been with a girl before." Like she has a disease. Like she can't believe it. She's like, "What do you mean you've never been with a girl before?" Everyone's been. With- hey, Benji, do me a favor. Stop wiping your nose with your hand. Oh, you gotta sorry. really. I, no wonder you can't get a date. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This fucking guy. I'm watching him. Right? He's waiting to get on mic, and he's just wiping his nose every minute with his hand. And you're an adult. I understand little kids doing that. Get yourself a tissue. Invest in a box. There you go, pal. Oh, what is that, was that a, thing? That wasn't a tissue. It's a cocktail like a napkin. Hat. It's a <laughs> sock. It's a sock. That's Get out of here. That's what I What's the matter with you? He just wiped his a- nose with a sock. Why do you have a sock there? <laughs> yeah, why is it just there? I I, I just have stuff on my table. You know? All right. I, I don't want to talk to you. You just. Right. I want to throw up from you. <laughs> Thank you Dude, for making me look better again, Benji. Did you know when you start like using your hand and you're wiping your wet nose? Like that's just a major turn off. You don't know that. I do, but I guess uh, I, 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 don't, I guess I wasn't thinking about it like mm. uh, in that way. I'm just thinking about the back of your hand now. It's got like schnot on it. Oh, that's why I don't shake anyone's hand. I'm wondering hey, what else is hey. on his desk if he has a dirty sock just sitting there. Like what else is just populating on ask. that table? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to know. All right, thanks, Benji. Go watch your slow adult porn. (laughs) Um, You know, you talk about getting those weird charges on your credit card, and they come up under a different name. This is some years ago, but um, we we kept getting weird charges on the credit card. Mary and I were like, this is bullshit. We called the credit card company once and complained, and they took it off. So one one time I get a $1,000 charge from American Restaurant. So I was like, have you, would you know what this is? And she's like, no, and we're looking at the dates and I don't know. And we're, we're yelling. I'm like, we're fucking calling the credit card company. This is bullshit. And then she just goes, yeah, wasn't that around the night that you, uh, that you took Ross out and it, it fucking clicked. It was scores. And I go, and I go, I go, yeah, I go, but that wasn't it. We're going to, I'm going to call the credit card company. I'm like yelling, making a big scene. And then I just fucking yeah. proceeded away. Oh, oh, that's bad. That's bad. Then you're lying and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, Catherine, you're on the air. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm on with Howard. Howard? Yeah. I'm so sorry. I was talking to some colleagues. Howard, I have a question for you. Um, colleagues? Do you plan- you must, do you, you're a very fancy woman, colleagues. I've never once called the people I work with colleagues. There's one uh, One of my... Oh, by the way, like here's a sentence. <laughs> one of my colleagues was just using the back of his hand to wipe his sweaty nose and snotty <laughs> snot. <laughs> Um, I guess I could call them my coworkers, my friends. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. Um, but I, I want you to think that I'm professional and classy. But anyway, Absolutely. so when I ask you my question, you'll change your mind. Do you plan on having Tom Brady on again now that he's single and we're hoping getting a lot of pussy? I would have him on any time, Tom Brady. He's the man. They're saying he might even go back to football. Did you hear that? I heard that that's a possibility, yes. So the big rumor is... That Tom Brady's hooking up with Reese Witherspoon, that they're dating. And I went, holy shit. You remember my song, Who's Tom Brady Fucking? Was Reese well, in it? Yeah. Here, I'll, yes. Does he put his banana inside of Rihanna? Is he pounding the pool of Reese Witherspoon? I wonder who Tom Brady's fucking. 
she is, she's a 10. He must be swimming in hot, famous women who want to give him their tight end. Wow. I'm tapped in like Sal. prescient. Yeah. How prescient. Whatever that (laughs) means. But there you go. There you go. Reese Witherspoon there. You know, everyone's trying to figure out who Tom Brady's fucking. Maybe you gave him the idea. He probably heard the song and went, you know, I'll give her a call. Why not? (laughs) Fuck Reese Witherspoon. Why not? I always think Tom Brady should fuck like um, just like hot chicks, you know. What do you mean? Like he should just well, when go you're famous, around? when you're famous, the big perk of fame is uh, if you're single, you it ain't no problem getting dates. I mean, look at me with my. I mother. understand I that. No, yeah, I once went into like a furniture store trying to buy some stuff. Woman walked right up to me, and I'm talking about a ten, maybe a twelve. <laughs> and she was like, "Here, here's my number. Call me." And I and I was so desirable back then, evidently that uh, I never even called her. I lost the number. Think about that. And looking like the way I do, I know you can't believe it, right? I can't either. Who the fuck wants to fuck me? But man, there, there. I'm telling you, being famous. Women are into success. I know you're never yep. going to make the connection. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but they don't care you, you what know, you look like. <laughs> you think they'd, they'd have some standards? Not fuck me. <laughs> I mean, my God, look at me. I mean, oh, it's really no. messy. Oh no, they liked it. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, and you know, I still even think I'm somewhat crazy that I didn't call the girl. From the furniture store. Because we I only have so much time in a day, Howard. I know. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I don't know who this is. And, you know, what? She hasn't been vetted. <laughs> right. I mean, the guy doing my vetting was Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was crazy. And, and I admired her. She came like right up to me and like, she said, you know, listen, I'm not giving you my number if you're not going to call not me. Let's not play Prom- any games. Yeah. Promise me you're going to call me. And I was like, okay. And my buddy was with me and he was like, holy shit. <laughs> Did that just happen? I go, yeah. I, no, I went like, yeah, sure. Yeah, like <laughs> acting like it was normal. Who knows? But I, you know, the way I, the way I get over it is I say, ah, she probably looks like Ronnie now. Older, you know. <laughs> but, you know, so Tom Brady, who's not only famous, not only rich, he's fucking great looking. Like, there's nothing wrong with that boy. He's got a good physique, got a great face. I don't even, um, I can't imagine even that Reese Witherspoon is good enough for him. Well, I think that. She either equals him or has more money than him. She has. I I looked it up. She has more money than him. And the yeah. reason she's got more money, you say, well, how many movies has she done? She's got a production company she sold for a couple of hundred million. Go figure that one I out. think it was about a billion I think yeah. she sold that thing for. I started years ago. I opened a production company. And I had a lot of shows and I sold them and everything. I couldn't make a dime. You didn't make a penny. It was a lot of work, constantly meetings, reviewing scripts and stuff. I go, I don't even want to be doing this shit. I just want to do a radio show. 
I shut down that production company so fast. It was a pain in the ass. But if someone was going to give me $900 million, I'll tell you what. I'll give you my production company for $100 million. <laughs> <laughs> you got that uh, Son of the Beach catalog. Come on. Let's go. But uh, I don't know. Somehow Reese Witherspoon figured out uh, how to make money having a production company. Someone told me her production was... Um, she even owns that new show, Daisy Jones and the Six. Yes, I just saw her name in the credits. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is a Reese Witherspoon company production. Well, somebody told me the secret. Uh, Reese Witherspoon ended up making money in production. They go, she, one of my guys goes, you know, she's real smart. Like, she read a bunch of books and turned them into TV shows. And I go, <laughs> so I go, oh, it's like the Three Stooges around here. I go, oh, so like you got to read books, huh? I'm not doing that. <laughs> I didn't know you had to read stuff in she, order to make money. She decided to delve into a particular niche. Yeah. Uh, I don't but, know who your friend is, but they were women-oriented stories. Oh. Uh, well, they and lost these me. companies are now hot for women-led anything. You lost me at reading. I fucking can't <laughs> stand it. I don't know that she read it. She had when a I, bunch of staff doing it. When I had the production company, um, my agent would call me and go, yeah, we just got the script and you got to read it this weekend. I went, oh, really? Can't you just read it? They go, no, they want your input. I go, well, if you just tell me what, what, like, give me the, uh, you know, the cliff notes. The reason I work in radio is because I hate reading. I want to read. But the problem is, see, you do have a full-time job. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon has plenty of time between movies yeah. to read other scripts. Yeah, that that's the problem. Or she's got all that while free... she's on the set when they're yeah. waiting for everything to be set up. Right, Robin. I'm busy with my full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I do have to take this break. My wife uh, has her friend from high school visiting we she slept over last night and we had dinner together and it was kind of a good day for me because i my wife was like we're just gonna have girl time so you go do whatever you have to do and i i like that and i painted all yesterday i put in about six hours of painting oh and it was very relaxing i like that yeah you know and i was on the phone with the kids and blah 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 and they were updating me so it was a good day and then I then selling a little rain man ish, you know. What do you mean? I painted. It was like six hours, and that was a good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like Rain Man, but Dustin, the great Dustin Hoffman. Um, yeah, but I I thought my wife and her friend from high school were going to stop by here. They were contemplating watching me work, and you know I get off on oh, when, when girls sure, watch me work. Sure, you love an audience. Yeah, yeah. That's when I'm Superman. When I'm behind the mic. My wife even said to me, it's very exciting to watch you work the equipment and talk into the mic. And I go, yeah, that's how I get girls. What do you think? I seduced you with this face? <laughs> you know, well, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a, it, it, oh, hold on a second, Robin. I'll be right back with you. Okay. Oh, it's Joe Pesci. How you doing, Joe? Joe? How, how we doing? You're talking about getting laid. Anybody with dollars and dick can get laid. You know how fucking easy it is to get laid, Howard? Come well, on, what the hell's the matter with you? 
Joe, you're a famous dude. That's what I was telling Robin before the commercial. I said, you know, for me, getting laid once I got famous was a whole different story. And you back me up, right? Oh, of course. It's so easy to get laid. I stand on a big pile of my good fella's money like a fucking <laughs> step stool so I can reach their titties. <laughs> well, I'm the size of a Keebler elf, but I can crush that gene all day. Come on. Bing, pow, <laughs> boom. <laughs> you're the size of a Keebler elf. Don't say that. You're taller than I look like a garden gnome who's a fucking a smoker for 50 years. You went to a furniture store and said no. Are you fucking out of your mind, Howard? I went for a checkup. The nurse blew me while the doctor jerked off, and I fucked the secretary on the way out. What? Surprise, like women don't get wet for a big fat checkbook. What the fuck, Howard? I mean, uh, Joe, you're so right. I was making the same point. I know I'm not a handsome man. And, uh, you know, getting laid, uh, you know, it gets a lot easier once you're famous. But you're right. I should have fucked this one and that one. I hear what you're saying. Uh, you you got to say fuck them while you can, Howard. You got to fuck them while that dick still works. Goodfellas alone got me pussy dividends for 25 years. I get fucking pussy in the mail every fucking month from Goodfellas. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're telling me you went to the doctor and you fucked the nurse and who else? You fucked the doctor? I and fucked the, the nurse. I fucked the doctor. I fucked the surgeon. I fucked everybody in that fucking office. It was like you should have seen them. They were laid out there fucking titties out. They were relaxed too. They had a good time. I stand on my tippy toes. I put my tongue in there twat like a giraffe, like a mini fucking giraffe. Yeah, well, you're right. You're right. Listen, and you've been in movies with some good looking women. I'm thinking of that Sharon Stone. Boy, she mm -hmm. was sexy. Oh, huh? Sharon mm -hmm. Stone is a gorgeous looking woman. Look, I got a dick the size of an acorn. Yeah, all right. The all size right. of well, a, <laughs> a pea. All right. You well, got to see that get... thing. It's like a Pez. It looks like right. both the Pez and the Pez dispenser. <laughs> all right. But Thank you, Joe. <laughs> wow. By the way, uh, I know no one believed that was Joe Pesci, but just in case you uh, did, it wasn't. I hope yeah. not, because we That's don't right. want to disparage his dick in, no. in any situation. Joe Pesci is such a good actor, I believe he'll come down here and beat my ass. You know what I mean? So I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like a third the size of me, and he'd probably just take a, a telephone and beat me over the head with it. <laughs> Well, he'll Kill stand me with on my... his stool with his good fellas money. <laughs> I, I could see him coming in the house and go, take off your shoe, you fuck, and uh, take off my shoe because then I hand it to me and I give it to him and then he beats me over the head with it. <laughs> and, and for the record, Joe Pesci has an enormous penis, just so you know. <laughs> so anyway, I was saying, my my, my so my so I had a a pretty you know free day to myself and my my wife and her you know, but we had dinner together and then. I was hearing about their high school days, and I'm like, oh, they, they had these, I don't let on, but these two had such a different high school life than me. They wouldn't have even, like, paid attention to me in high school. Like, you know, my wife's like, yeah, you remember homecoming, and then we played on the basketball team together, and then, and, and, and my wife's friend goes, yeah, I remember you were dating this one, I was dating, and I'm like, wow. High school sounded like a, a whole different reality they had from what one I had. One of those movie high school experiences, yeah, right. not a real one. Like my wife goes, I used to sneak out of my room at, at night to go be, go be with my boyfriend, and I'm like, oh, I used to <laughs> you sit would in my sneak room. Out of your room, and there'd be no How about place this? to go. <laughs> How about I didn't need to sneak out of my room. <laughs> First of all, my parents didn't give a shit. I had no curfew. If I was walking around all night, they wouldn't care because they knew I couldn't get into trouble. Nobody hung with me. <laughs>
I'm like sitting there going, you mean you guys, when you went to class, no one threw an eraser at your head while you were getting choked out by another student? It's a whole different reality. Anyway, we have a lot to get to. You don't realize it, Robin. All right. What well, do you, you let me play me this. All these things that we were right. going to get to. No, I no. got excited. All right. Well, here, here's a, here's a little funny phone call action just to show you how hard we work on this show. Uh, so as we've talked about, I follow Oprah on, um, on, uh, Instagram. I'm a big Oprah person. I love her inspiration. But, and by the way, she's losing more and more weight. Really? Yeah. I don't yeah. watch her on a regular basis. I know I've seen some pictures where she looks much she looks thinner, good, but she's not done. She's keeping uh, keeping it up. She's got to be on Ozampic. I don't know what she's on, but she's thin, and you know she looks she pretty good. Say what she's on, she doesn't say what she's doing. She doesn't even like really make a big deal about how skinny she is, but she right. spends a lot of time entertaining people, mostly women from Africa. Like these uh -huh. young women from Africa who come over and celebrate something. I don't even know what they're celebrating. Like sometimes it's like Christmas, but sometimes it's just an empowerment day or something fun. And and Gail's well, always there, How could there they too. be there all the time when they're supposed to be in school in Africa? I think they come on vacation, you know, because Oprah runs the school. So she right. decides when the, when the girls can come over. And uh, sometimes they just do traditional African music or whatever. And and uh, but Oprah now is really into hiking her properties and uh, discovering the wonder of the world. Well, you know, she got two new knees as well, right? She, yeah, she yeah. have knee surgery, so she's taking her knees out for a, a tour. Robin, no offense, but you don't need to tell me that. I told you because I follow Oprah. You don't. <laughs> I knew she true. had to. That's right. That is That's true. Right. That's where I heard it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not breaking anything new to me. <laughs> so, you know, Oprah loves to inspire people. And this year she found a new way to do it. She does a gratitude hike. That's what Robin's talking about. And uh, just to refresh your memory, she posted a couple of videos of her on Instagram documenting her gratitude hike. And Gail was on it, too. So here she's explaining why she was going on a ten and a half mile hike with a group oh of people. Goodness. Yeah. Ten and including... a half miles. Is that over a couple of days? Yeah, No, no. <laughs> By the way, I have a Ph.D. in Oprah. Call me Dr. Stern because I know everything Oprah's up to. So here, here she this is just a little clip to refresh your memory. We're doing an end of year hike. This yeah. is not just hiking up a mountain. Mm -hmm. This is a gratitude hike. So the whole <laughs> intention of this hike is your gratitude okay. for the life you live. By the way, can't you do a gratitude? Like, I painted all day. Was it a gratitude painting? Can no, I do, because call you didn't set the intention. Uh, shit. <laughs> for the year you've had, for the blessings you've received. So okay. it's a gratitude and praise hike. Mm -hmm. I'll be doing. Call me crazy. I just hike. Like, I hike. You know, I go for a walk every day. I don't. And I, and I do appreciate being able to, well, I even say thank you, my feet, for carrying me, but I didn't well, realize. Well, there you it. are, you are yeah. sending gratitude if you say thank you for my feet. This is the name of Barbara Walters today, who has been a great mentor. Uh, you hear all those ladies in the background? Mm. They're already tired. They haven't hiked a bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gail was furious. <laughs> 
Yeah, I did a gratitude jerking off yesterday. I should have seen it. Uh, and friend to me, and everybody has your own mantra going up the hill. Mine is, in God, I move and breathe and have my being. By the way, I um, I was friends with Barbara Walters, too. So let's let's point that out. Well, what have Remember? you done in honor of Barbara Walters? Mmm, Robin. <laughs> yeah, I went like this. I, I want to express gratitude to Barbara Walters. <laughs> Sounds like a cult when all those ladies are like, mmm. I don't even know. I think that she's waking them up. I'm telling you, these are the most lethargic women I've ever heard. We use clips of Oprah and Gail's gratitude hike to call a spiritual internet show. It turned out to be pretty fun. All right. Uh, this was, um, the, the host seemed pretty inspired, but then things went wrong and then they were upset. So here it is for your fun and pleasure. Oprah on her gratitude hike on a radio show. You are live on air. Give us a name. Where are you calling from? Hi. I wanted to call and say that I'm actually filming my boss, Oprah, and her friend Gail hiking up a mountain today, and we were listening to your show to keep our spirits up. Say hi, Oprah and Gail. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi. You recognize their voices, right? Yes. Whoa. That's amazing. Oh, awesome. Well, glad to uh, to be an inspiration. That's our job. That's what we're doing in the world. Oh, this is exciting. Oprah wants to talk to you. Awesome. Sweet. This is a gratitude hike. Doing a gratitude hike. Well, how cool is that? You can't argue with that. Fabulous. Start by closing your eyes. Now take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Breathing with you. Yes. Now open your eyes and look around. I see a fan, I see a phone, I see a a healing light. Wow. I see a cup of tea. The potential for delight and wonder and joy surrounds us all of the time. Powerful. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's just beautiful out here. What is that? It looks like Oprah's talking to a stray cat. This is a big one. What was that? I see you. It's amazing you let me get this close. Wow. Oprah, no, that's a mountain lion. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, oh Oprah's using Gail as a human shield. I'm so sorry. Is there anything in, you know, a stick, stones? So I think it's I think it's time to hang up the phone and call my name. Oh, great news. The mountain lion bit off Gail's foot and ran away with it. He's gone. Okay, I just... Oprah, are you okay? Yes. Oh, thank God. Is it the two of you there alone? What should we do with Gail? Should we hide her somewhere? I don't want Oprah getting in trouble. Tell the truth. No, just tell the truth. Well, if, if in fact she's that badly injured... A 911 call as instantly as possible, I'd say. Oh, hang on. Oprah has an idea. Isn't that good? Oh, Oprah's eating Gail's body. I'm so embarrassed. Let's get off the phone and call 911, okay? Oprah, think about your diet. I apologize. Uh, if, if, if she's really seriously injured, you need to, you know, I call 911 instantly. Oh, thank God no one listens to this show. Uh, we can just keep this a secret between us, right? It's time for me to go. Uh. <laughs> My heart is beating about twice as fast as it should. 
extending love in your direction, and it sounds like you would be time to focus on safety, holding a space for all of life. All right, take care. Blessings. Well, in that episode, Oprah ate Gail and still lost weight. Yes, hid the evidence by eating her. I wonder if Oprah's doing Ozempic, that weight loss drug. I wonder. I don't think Oprah would approve of that. Well, all of a sudden, she started, you know, she lost weight, which is the Ozempic way. You know, you can't. You'd get no, uh, I'm starting a diet, I'm doing something, blah, 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 blah. All of a sudden, you just notice that your friend has lost weight. Well, look at you. You got in great shape. Oh, but I told you what I was doing the whole time I was doing it. Do you think Oprah will gain her weight back eating Gail like that on a hike? (laughs) Well, you know, that is not a way to maintain weight loss, eating a whole person. Oprah even ate the bones of Gail. I didn't know. I didn't even get to that part of the call. That was what the crunch was? I was like, what is she (laughs) chomping on that makes that sound? Very gritty. <laughs> you want to know something? I, I said to the guys, I truly believe Gail would let Oprah eat her foot. I do. If, if Oprah was hungry, I, I, I think Gail's that kind of friend, you know? I really do. That's like Fred. Fred would let me eat his foot if I got Is really that hungry. right? You were, we were sure a, of that. Yeah. I know it. I know it. <laughs> I, he'd cut off his own foot and barbecue it and let me eat it. He's that kind of friend. It's <laughs> a good dude. Um, okay, next thing I want to do, now that you've had the enjoyment of the Oprah gratitude. Yeah, that call was in, a very cinematic. Do. Do. Um, we got a lot of fan feedback from this, uh, Samantha, our writer, Samantha claimed she had a low Uber rating because of her mother. Her mother called uh. in last week. And fans that was loved, great. loved meeting her mother. This show has a new classic moment. Thanks, Sam, for letting your thank you, Sam, for letting your mom express herself. Howard, you need to give Sam a raise, a raise. All right. <laughs> Just for the discomfort she happily endured. Sam had a breakout appearance this week. That call from her mom was an instant classic. Sam adds an awesome dynamic. She's articulate, funny. And a friend to the service industry. She's a perfect, <laughs> she's a perfect addition to the Stern show. I hope we hear more from her. Yeah. Sam, take a bow. How did it go? Did you speak to your mom? Oh, in fact, I think I have tape of you speaking to your mom. Oh, really? Yeah. Any fallout? Because it says here, um, Sam, confess. Oh, all right. I want, first of all, what was the feedback from the, you know, after you, you know, was your mom happy about her appearance? Were you happy? What's going on? <laughs> Good morning, Howard. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I feel like I'm still taking it all in. <laughs> all right, here, I let mean, me read. There's no fallout. Just so you know, there was no fallout. Me... No She's totally fine. Like she, all right. if anything, it's like, ooh, you know, I guess. Men, you know, I, I'm I'm still a hot commodity. You know, she's fine. Yeah. She's fine, Howard. Here, I'll, I'll read the rest of the mail here. The, um, please have more Samantha and more Kathy. 
Um, they're hilarious together. Definitely a breath of fresh air. Sal Sam's mom is fucking awesome. I think a new star was born on your show. Sam's mom talking sex with Ronnie was wild. People seem to enjoy that part of it. Uh, Sam confessed to once finding her mother's used dildo. After the show, her mother wasn't happy about that. I do have to Oh, yeah, she was not. Yeah, here you go. Here's Sam and her mom pissed about the dirty dildo story. Because you said your mom's dildo was filthy. Okay, right? so can I just... Let me clear this up. So she wasn't pissed that I said I found her sparkly pink dildo. <laughs> she was pissed that I said it wasn't clean. She right. was like really defensive. And I just want to say I was not lying about that. I have no reason to lie about that. Do you believe okay. me? Okay. I Listen, let's just hear the tape. Here we go. Okay. I can't believe you said that. That's so gross. It wasn't me. It was probably the ooky stuff because it was like, you know what I mean? It was mushy. The material was terrible. What? There is no way that it was dirty. If it was dirty, it was because of the thing itself, that it was gross. There is no way. Mom, that makes no sense. It was dirty because you used it and then you just no didn't want way. it. No way. No way. You're disgusting. Did you use it and put it back in there? Oh, are you fucking kidding me? You were so you? disgusting. Did you try it because oh, you wanted to I see what never. it was like? I would oh, never. Oh, uh huh. Okay. I mean, you were the one all the boyfriends over you're all the time. All right, you're disgusting. Oh, okay, honey. Who knows? You know, experimenting. That is so disgusting. Oh, I, I it is disgusting, but you're the one who had to climb up on top of my shelf to see what was it in that hat box, right? That's a disgusting, horrible story. Disgusting. And it's gone. It's gone forever. And you shouldn't go through my shit. Well, your mom turned things around real quick on you. Like, she's a piece of work. I mean, she's like, oh, I know why wow. my dildo was dirty, Sam. You were using your mother's dildo. How gross. Oh, and your pussy's the one that made it all dirty. <laughs> I like, mean, man. guys. That is yeah. so fucking disgusting. Like, <laughs> of course I was adventurous and a young. I would never use my mom's dildo. Like, that is so I believe you. Thank you. I believe Thank you. you. Uh, there's no way you'd, like, if your mom's sticking that in her pussy and possibly her ass, you're not going to put that in your pussy. Thank you, Howard. That's correct. Yeah. Especially you if you find it dirty. Down. You don't know what that is. You're not going to introduce it into your own cavities yeah i gotta std test my mom first before i, I use her but it was so but it was so great the way your mom goes oh i i how dare you say on the air that my pussy made made the uh, vibrator dirty you know what it is it was a weird material so it looked dirty and it made so the vibrator made itself dirty and then you, and you go mom that's ridiculous and she goes oh i have it all figured out you stuck my vibrator in, in your pussy and you are the one. You're the one who made it filthy dirty. <laughs> well, I, I love so that she realized crazy. her first argument wasn't a good one and then jumped to a new argument that Samantha yeah. made it dirty. You know what? Yeah. Like, yeah. It was first the dildo made itself dirty because of the material it was made out of. Right. And then Sam is the one who made it. Can we just break I, down the material theory? Like it melted off inside of her. What is that? Maybe she's saying because it was like sparkly and stuff when new, when it comes in contact with like pussy juice, it kind of like gets like rubbery, like, like it kind of like gets moldy looking, you know what like I mean? Like it gave but her you know an instant yeast infection? Like no, what the like fuck it, are we talking about? 
like if you wet sometimes like rubber i'm just trying to figure what your mom was going for like if you if like you know i mean but the thing howard that puts the (laughs) lie to that is you don't take it and preserve it if it's yucky after you use it. You don't get a hat box for it. By the way, speaking of hat box, who <laughs> like like don't you love parents when they hide stuff from their kids and they stick it like in a closet on a shelf on a hat box? Don't they know don't haven't they figured out that's where the kids look first? That's right. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, but I what don't kind think of hiding spot looking... is and by the way, does anyone use a hat box for hats anymore? I mean it seems like everyone's <laughs> hiding their dildos and their porn in hat boxes. She's also not a hat person, so Right. But I don't think I was looking for a sex toy. I don't I think I was just looking through her shit. I don't know what I was trying to find. All I know is that moment was like so traumatic that I've blocked out everything that happened before. It's just like in my mind is that object. And by the way, it had balls on it too, a hundred percent. And, and there's nothing else in my head. Like I could have been on fire and I wouldn't have remembered. I, I could have been like, I, I, it's just, it's gone. I don't know what I was looking for. You know, it's weird. It's like, I know what you mean. I, I would go to my parents' room as soon as they left the house. And I was just like, I was with the FBI. I just wanted to see what was doing. Yeah. And they were doing the same thing to me. I had no privacy. So, you know, I I just would like start to rumble around in my dad. My dad had this desk that he loved. He loved the desk more than he loved me. <laughs> he would sit there at his desk and like if I went near it, he would yell at me and he never like like he just loved he loved having a desk. I never had a desk when I was a boy. We had no, I had no room of my own. I used to hide my things in the floorboards. I would pull up the floor and hide my money or things from my sisters. What did you do? I shared a room with them. I didn't have my own room like you do. I get it. Okay. So I'm more privileged than you. That's right. <laughs> Stay away from my desk. And I keep everything. My father would lecture me over and over. I keep everything in my desk neat because I never had a desk and I appreciate my things. I had to, I, I remember I dug up a floorboard and, and then, and then put my things underneath the floor. Okay. I get it. You were poor. Jesus Christ. What do you want from me? By the time I went back to my room, I'd be shaking, but he loved that desk. So when they would leave the house, to do whatever fucking stupid chores they had to do to keep the whole thing going. I got right in there. And then, like, I remember looking through and I'd find my dad. My dad had some really fucking crazy porn. And I was like, holy shit. My whole perception changed that day. I go, my father? Like, does he? I didn't even think he fucked my mother anymore. And then I found his rubbers. Condoms. What do you mean crazy a, porn? What do you mean crazy it was, porn? I was like, it was like, um, like, like books, like, like books you read. You know what no I mean? Pictures, like not pictures, right. like, and they were like, you know, like these horrible, like, you know, kind of the bondage or, or, or some weird shit, whatever they would write about. And I'm like, and then he had like condoms, like a gross of condoms. I'm like, who's he? He's fucking my mother that much that he's got a gross. <laughs> a, a gross should last him his whole life. And I'd count how many condoms they went through for the week. And <laughs> I was up to like, I, you know, because I was like, hmm, I could detail their fucking by looking, you know, through that shit. Right. Yeah. But so I what would like. What did you get as a number? Do you remember? 
I don't remember exactly because like it was hard to. And I said maybe my dad gets off on jerking off into the fucking rubbers in that way. Uh, I don't know what uh, you know. I don't know. I, I just can't imagine my mom was up for fucking that much. There's no way. But I was like a, I was like a sexual accountant. Like uh, <laughs> you know, I go in and do a forensic deep dive on how many rubbers were used. I, I tracked everything. I was that kind of kid, and then. And then I stumbled upon his glass eye and I freaked out mm. and I, and then I made myself look at it like quickly. And then I got nervous. What if he realizes I touched his desk? Cause he had such OCD. He would, everything was lined up perfectly in that desk. What if he sees I moved it? Oh my God. It was crazy. And that's why you're bad at math. Yeah, exactly. Because of that traumatic moment. Yeah, it's, not, it's not cause I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because i'm an idiot it's because i was traumatized that's my excuse for everything like you know i had like the lowest sat scores i go i go to my wife how the hell could i have been good at school i was traumatized i couldn't pay attention <laughs> meanwhile i was a moron because you know lots of people well, are traumatized we can't be sure we can't yeah, i'm sure, sure. <laughs> i know i know how my brain works there's nothing fucking up there there's nothing going on that has any kind oh, of intellectual stimulation it. i was like jesus christ i went to an all-black school and they said that it was the worst education in the history of america so of course when i moved to a white school i couldn't i didn't have any clue how to function with white people or how to do well in school i was fighting for my own mental stability and survival meanwhile I was you a moron. act like you were tarzan and you never <laughs> yeah. saw white people <laughs> but that's but how else do you explain having like you know a, 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 a below like a below a thousand points on the sat how else can you explain i can't say i'm an idiot i had no education i was i was feral i was raised like 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 a like a feral wild animal yeah, I I have all kinds of excuses why I'm an imbecile. <laughs> You're like, like you Sam's know, mom when she's explaining how that yeah. dildo got dirty. Well, you know, like like <laughs> like when people go, "Wow, you're a genius!" You know, you revolutionized radio. I go, "Yeah," you know, I'm like, and I go, "Oh, please, please, please!" You know, you're a genius. You're a genius. Well, I know the truth. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot who didn't know what the fuck he was doing. But I'm not going to tell people that. I go, "Oh, no, no, no." I uh, I just wish I could have had a better education. Do you know I got a very low score on the SATs because I, of course I had I didn't even have basic skills, math and reading and it's all bullshit. I didn't know what was going on in school and I was going to idiot school. You get two hundred points for writing your name, right? Isn't that yeah? Right on the SATs, then that's about all I got. And then I I, guess I must have hit a couple of lucky um, pages where I I checked off a. Someone had said to me when you take the SAT, even if you know nothing, just mark. C as a choice, because mm. it's all multiple choice. Put down C because C is the most used on the SATs. I had all C. So even me, <laughs> I got like a hundred points. So so I got the two hundred points for each English and math assignment. That was four hundred points, and then I got another hundred for the C. I got a f <laughs> and I blame all my stupidity and my lack of knowledge about math or my ability to really even function on my education. But, you know, my school was perfect for me. Stupid as I was, I was almost a valedictorian because it was such a bad school. <laughs> Nobody paid attention. Crazy. I took, you know, I took class. I mean, I was in the ninth grade and we were reading a book called Itsy Bitsy. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I was like a Rhodes Scholar in Roosevelt. I walk in the class, and after a couple of guys threatened to take my pants off me and steal them, the class would settle down, and the teacher would say, all right, read out loud, itsy-bitsy, who's going to go first? <laughs> and the, she would turn to some kid in the school, and he'd stand up, and that's like the guy who was just beating me up for my pants and told me I was going to die. He'd stand up and go, it, 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 take your time. It, it's it, it's it, bits it, whatever the fuck this guy, you know, went to town. And everyone would be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I didn't laugh because this guy was going to beat the shit out of me. And she goes, Howard, why don't you get up and read? And I'd be like, no problem. Itsy Bitsy went to town. Itsy Bitsy was very talented. Itsy Bitsy had two parents who loved him. Itsy Bitsy loved all the people. Itsy Bitsy had friends. Itsy Bitsy had a beautiful smile. What, did you read the whole book? How long? Yeah, oh, was I was Itsy a show off. I was a show off. I'm like, and the teacher's like, wow. Wow, very good, Howard. I mean, I looked like a genius in that school. <laughs> <laughs> And I read Itsy Bitsy. It was like a Rhodes Scholar had stepped in <laughs> out of from another planet. I was a genius. And then I got ruined. My mom's friend was a substitute teacher. She came in and said, do you? She called my mother. Do you know that Howard's reading Itsy Bitsy? My mom goes, <laughs> Itsy Bitsy. What's with this? She gets a hold of me and starts screaming at me like I'm the teacher. What's with this? I got a call from Estelle Sickles. She says you're reading Itsy Bitsy. I go, yeah. <laughs> what is with Itsy Bitsy? I'm getting you out of that class. I'm like, oh, fuck. Don't fuck my whole thing up. I'm acing this class. When I read Itsy Bitsy, they, the class goes wild. I'm like a rock star. <laughs> they never heard such good reading. Remember, Itsy Bitsy was literally, it had pictures of the book. I'm in ninth grade. It's got like little like cartoon drawings of Itsy Bitsy. <laughs> And, uh, oh, my mom got me transferred into, like, a real English class. She must have come, finally took an interest. And I flunked. I mean, I don't know what was going on. These kids were smart. They were reading, like, real books. It's like, give me Itsy Bitsy to, what, Twelfth Night or something? Yeah, like Shakespeare. Uh-oh. Uh, oops. Uh, 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 what? I'm an idiot. Yeah. So I uh, like when people go, you're a genius on the radio. You're such a genius. And I go, yeah, yeah. I'm a genius. And I go, how would you, did you go to an Ivy League school? No. Be you, uh, uh, what they call it? It was like Moron College, a school of, um, what the fuck was it called? I forget. What was they called? Hmm. Yeah. What's with me? School. Oh, you basic studies. Basic BU, studies. basic studies. <laughs> a source of great embarrassment. My grades were so low, they figured, how can we get money out of people? Just because they can't afford BU and they can't, you know, they don't they have to qualify to right. get in, really. We'll set up like a special building for imbeciles. <laughs> and we'll have them come and they say, even though you did poorly in high school, and your SATs are moronic. If you pay us a whole bunch of money, we'll let you into college. 
And then if you pass it the two at the end of two years, even though we know you won't, we'll have gotten two years out of you. So I went to that school. And I, I actually did well. See, you could father. have done well in, in school if you'd had proper education. Oh, I was freaking out to take chemistry. I had to take all these classes you were supposed to take in high school. But I was you know, right. Yeah. But you always did well in the subjects you were interested in, right? Mm, sometimes. Yeah, like I did well, like I took a class in Ingmar Bergman movies. But that's that in college, well. right? I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. She's talking about, there was nothing of oh, in school? in high school. No, I didn't do well in any of them. <laughs> I was, a, uh, I was just, well, I was, you know, I want to say I was a stoner, but I, I had no other stoners to hang around with. I was just a guy who, who went into his mother's garage and smoked pot and went to school and fell asleep. I was a real waste of time. So anyway, getting back to you and your mom, you guys were a really big hit. Oh. Tons of people are leaving us. Hey, do you know about this? Tons of guys want to date your yeah, mom. Yeah, it's, it's what? getting. Yeah. I mean, I do want her to find someone. I, I said that last week and I've said that for a long time. And I also said, jokingly, but kind of not, I don't really want to have to take care of her. <laughs> oh, hi, Sam. Be really nice. Oh, believe me, these guys care. aren't going to take care of your mom. You'll be taking care of two people if you... Yeah. <laughs> I think the guys in our audience... Yeah, the guys in our audience <laughs> just want to fuck your mom, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, hi, Sam. My name is Don, and I live in Naples. I grew up in North Carolina. I'm 62 and single and divorced for 10 years. All kids are adults. I'd love to meet your mom. Sounds like a nice guy. Will he, he take care Naples, of your mom? Naples, Florida, not Naples, Italy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Naples, Florida. I love the relationship. Sam, I love the relationship that you and your mother have. Happy for you and really enjoy your work. Happy Thursday. Is 56 too young? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm 46. Can I date your mom? I'd be really good to her. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. There were more. Those are just a few. Yeah, right. Is age appropriate? Um, what is age appropriate? As no. Yeah, your mom's what, 69? How? What's age appropriate? 68. I'll be, I'm 68 till April 13th. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Hold on a second. Oh, hey, it's Joe Pesci. What's up? Oh, hey. How we doing? Hey, Sam, you know yeah. what I would do to your mother? You uh, have no idea what I would do to her. She's probably the only woman in the tri-state area I haven't been with. Oh yeah, I'll, tell you that much. <laughs> I'll make her bedroom smell worse than Staten Island. That's how we get dirty. <laughs> Wait, three minutes with me and your mother and her baccala will look like a smashed up lasagna. Bang, bang. <laughs> Joe, man, I bet you Sam's mom would want to date you. You're famous. Yeah, you know Joe I, Pesci. I got a lot yeah. of money. I'll tell you that much. I'd make the sequel to the Disney movie Holes with her mother. She could shove me up her twat and I'll just sit there and vibrate. I'll just sit there. I get down well, there and work a clip like a boxer hitting a speed bag. Would you Would you go down on Sam's mom? I would I would go down on her like a submarine in the Atlantic Ocean. That's what I would do to her. <laughs> like a nuclear submarine, and then I'll just bing, bang, boom, I blow up right in there. Uh, Joe Pesci could be my new dad. I would eat Sam's know. mom's box on a pair of stilts. I'd use a pogo stick just to suck her titties. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you'd pogo up, and when you got to her titties, you would put one in your mouth? Yep, I'd pogo, pogo left, right, bing, bang. I'd sit there just one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> what a what wow all these I just guys sit there and alternate oh yeah. man <laughs> alternate okay <laughs>
By the way, again, that was not Joe Pesci. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't? Lest anyone think, yeah, right. You know, when um, I say take care of her, though, Howard, I just want to be clear. I don't mean financially. She's financially stable. She's done well. I mean emotionally. Be there for right. her. Be with her. Bang her out. You know, people well, are also bang her out. <laughs> bang, yeah. bang, she, bang Sam's she, mom. She's for it. <laughs> Should we do a dating game with your mom called Bang Sam's mom, and then the winner gets to bang your mom? <laughs> Honestly, it's that, or I'm, or she's going on the old Bachelor. You, it's your call. I know. I should probably grab her before the bachelor gets her. Yeah. People are also leaving us voicemails, hoping to get in touch with Kathy. Have you heard this? Uh, here's a guy it, yeah. here's you heard about it here's a guy named paulie you remember paulie robin paulie was a guy who used to call into our show back in the day when henry hill would come in yes that paulie yeah that uh that paulie this is um yeah let me see here here's paulie my name is paulie i was on the show a few times i was henry hill's nemesis as a matter of fact in Howard's last book, I'm the Paulie that uh, Howard Stern wrote about with the interview with uh, Henry Hill. I was at the doctor's office this morning when the uh, young lady's mom called in, and I just heard the replay. Very, very, very intriguing voice and a very intriguing woman. Seems like a very extraordinary woman, and I'm interested. I'm a seven-year-old man. I'm in great shape, and if you want to get in touch with me about possibly dating this woman you can reach me at all right ciao for now here's the moment from my book that uh, paulie's referring to he's uh fighting with the former mobster henry hill Stoop pigeon watch i'm a stool pigeon Stoop i'm a pigeon rat bastard this guy yeah <laughs> come and One see these me days you know you walk around with your head up in the air you're fucking right hey no f word oh. no f word remember where you are henry <laughs> Henry, you're on the air. With your head up in the air. Yeah, what? They're going to cut your prick off sticking in your mouth one of these days, believe me. I'm a proud stool pigeon. <laughs> you're <laughs> proud because Tommy's not around. You're proud because Jimmy's not around. They're all dead. You're I'm alive. Man. You're a big man. I'm alive. You're alive. Yeah, you're I'm alive. alive walking around disgraced. <laughs> disgraced. Yeah, you laugh. You laugh, you drunken prick, stupid, you bastard, you. <laughs> you got balls, come over here. Just remember, you come still to the studio. Stu Let me you gotta walk cut. out of that studio. What? Come downstairs. You better have a hundred eyes around your head. I don't need a hundred eyes. One of these days. One of these days, what? One of these days. Well, that could be your new stepdad. Yeah. Well, I am half Italian, so, I mean. There you go. I, this this could work. Hey. Paulie's, hey. Paulie's a real man, I'll tell you that. Paulie's he a has a sexy voice, Howard. He does yeah. have a sexy voice. He feels like a bad, maybe too much of a bad boy. I don't, you know. Okay, what? Hello? Oh, hold yes. on a second. Uh -huh. Oh, it's Joe Pesci again. What's up, Joe? <laughs> hey, I just want to clarify that that was not me before. Oh, okay. No, okay. here's what I do to Sam's mom. I got a nice bracky off for your mother, Sammy. And it ain't in a hat box, honey. I'm a gentleman. I would eat her pussy with a bib on like lobster. Ming, come on. I'd scuttle up Kathy's leg and dive into that muff like a mouse hiding from a hawk in a bush. You know, I'm glad you clarified. So the guy who knocked on the door before was not the real Joe Pesci, but you are. They had some fucking fraud pretending to be me. I got to set the record straight. I'd squeeze right. my cream into her like a cannoli. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Come on, bring in fake me. We'll double team your mother. 
Come on, meet come him. On. We'll do bang, bang, boom. I get the left, he gets the right. All right. <laughs> the left and right what? <laughs> um, Give me those titties. Give me two pogo sticks. All right. One for him, one for me. Wow. <laughs> Hold on Uh-oh. a second. Who's that? Sam's mom. Me, right? <laughs> Sam's mom is really generating a lot of uh, action here. Oh, hey, everybody. It's Mel Gibson, the famous movie Uh-oh. star. How are you? I'm real interested in Sam's mom. You know what I'd like to love her? You know what I want to do for me? Take a wild guess, Sam. I want your mom to get down on her knees and fucking baloney. Sorry, buddy. She's a Jew. It wouldn't work out. What? What? Oh, my God. She makes me want to fucking smoke. You're getting all worked up, Mel. You gotta calm down. Okay. I don't know. Um, uh, he can breathe through all whack, the things he would have to do. Whack Packer ass napkin Ed also threw his napkin in the ring. And uh, here you go. Listen to this. What? What are you saying? I want the whack pack away from my mother. Okay. That is the line I am not ready to cross. Hey, Sam's mom. This is Asnip Kinnett, and I heard you on the radio a couple days ago, and it made me pretty hot. And I'd like to take you on a nice date along the river and drive around, and we'll have some fun, see how it goes. And, on uh, the river, he's going to Sam's mom, also, if the night goes well, I could see some ass eating coming your way. What I like to do, I get in the. 69 position and um i'll eat your ass and then you can return the you flip me over and return the favor you eat my ass out it's uh mm. really hot i don't know if you're into anal sex i love anal sex um wow i'd love to do uh an experiment with you and some anal sex too and wow. i if you look a lot like your daughter um she's hot so i think um uh, think it's a, a good connection. Well, ass worms are, you know, you, at least your mom would get something to eat if uh, she eats uh, ass napkin's ass. <laughs> well, this date is driving around on the river. I don't know if she's going to survive. <laughs> I'm going to take you down on the river. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy you want to go down on the river, hang out with. So fucking disgusting. Ugh. Yeah. By the oh, way, that, Wolfie. Yeah. Spoke to Bigfoot last night, and he's super into Sam's mom, too. Oh, and there's an update for, for real, the update's coming tomorrow. You're going to hear it. B- oh. uh, Bigfoot wants her, so we're thinking of setting her up with uh, Bigfoot. He needs a good woman. <laughs> he sure does. <laughs> people are so desperate to date Sam's mom, they've even messaged people who aren't her. She isn't the only mm-hmm. Samantha that works at Sirius. Oh. Here's some of the messages another Samantha at the company received about Sam's mom. I'm Jim. Uh-oh. I'm 67 years old. I live in such and such. Uh, I, I, oh, I also live in Jamaica during the winter, still working remotely. And I want to date your mom. Charming segment on the show today. You add a lot. Would love to meet your mom. Tell her hello. Cheers, John. Jay and Roddy wrote a song about Sam's mom. That's how everyone was on <laughs> fire about Sam's mom. It's just really crazy. You're fully shaved? Let's say yes. Sam's hot mom has got it going on. Sam's hot mom has got it going on. She masturbates with a sparkly pink dawn. Mommy, my degrees, this mommy is a freak. Yeah. I want to 
she had the real deal, like a cock that she stuck in her, man. James Cargill, another great talent, was shot out of a cannon, sent us two. Here's the first one. Here's another song about Sam. Sam's mom hates pussy hair. Fully shaved? Let's say yes. Sam's mom is bare where she does her kegels. She's older than an American eagle. She shaves down that clam, then pulls out her pretty pink sparkly dildo. Pussy hair, pussy hair, she hates you. Yes, it's true. Bald is beautiful. Sam's mom hates pussy hair. Wow. Wow. You have to do that chorus twice, yes. <laughs> yeah, he said, here's another one. Well, she's hot and she's got a pink dildo. Will she shave her privates for me? Oh, Sam's mom. Just think of how great she must be in bed with all those great positions. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, there was a lot going on with uh, Sam's mom. She she lit up the phone lines and the recording sessions. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. These songs, they just, they do something to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're moved by music like me. I, I like to see that. It's really quite remarkable. Uh, yes. Oh, my God. It's Steve Martin, the famous oh, comedian. Oh. oh, my goodness gracious. I would love to lick your mother's little cunt oh. and play the banjo. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh. You don't even sound like that. Yeah, that's not Steve Martin. <laughs> oh, mm, uh, I'm wild. Uh, no, no, that was one too many knocks at the door. Oh, oh my God, it's Michael Caine, the famous actor. Oh. Listen to me. I would be honored, Sam, to be your new father. I've got decades of experience as a motherfucker. I prefer the <laughs> vagina of a mother. I've, it's got experience. It's worn in and can take a proper beating. Right. All right. Thank you. Wow. On our phone is Michael Rappaport, the famous actor. <sighs> hey, Mike. See, um... Hey, Howard, how you doing? Um, first of all, um, I just want to say that I paused. I stopped mm. uh, shooting. I'm on the set of the Amy Schumer show. The oh. last couple of times uh, that I called in, you've hung up on me. And, and I got to tell you, I, I love the show. I'm a longtime fan. I resent being hung up on. Um, you know, I, I got it. Sometimes I have that. to hang up on people. I don't have time to like go through all the nice. You can at least say goodbye, Michael. I've spent no, no, no. I, I just hang up. Watch Sal paint with his little deteriorated dick. But that's not <laughs> what I'm calling for. I'm calling about this Karen. Uh, uh, you're calling her uh, Samantha Karen, and and I don't like agreeing with Chris Wilding. He was right when he called this whack job a Karen. She'd be smudged. My reputation Besmirched. all weekend. I have been harassed <laughs> by, by Michael Rappaport. It did not pay. Oh according to Sam, did not pay. He, he entered into Karen, a betting according pool. According to Karen. No. You <laughs> entered into a betting pool. It was called the Bachelor Betting Pool, right, Sam? You were in charge yeah, of it. Yeah, let, let, me, let me clear this up, Mr. Rappaport, clear it if up, you don't Karen. mind. Clear it up, okay. Black job. 
<laughs> All right. So Go let me just it. let me. Yes. Just if anyone's tuning in and doesn't understand what's going on, we at the Stern Show have a bachelor no, fantasy. Lady. Excuse me, Mr. Rappaport. And uh, Mike wanted to play. I walked him through how to play. It took time out of my work day to teach him how to play. And he never paid. He never paid. Before the fans have spoken. Else. The fans yeah. have spoken. Shame on Michael Rappaport for not paying Shame what he owes. Shame on you, Howard. Listen Shame to the fans. His punishment should be a one-year suspension from future Ooh. bachelor brackets, or give him the bobo treatment and ban him from calling for a few months. Shame. This one says Michael Rappaport, a gentleman, always pays his debts. But Michael Rappaport is no gentleman, so this makes perfect sense. So the question is, Mike, did you pay in? No, Howard. What? Karen, I mean, Samantha, Howard, I attempted to pay. I attempted to pay. Lady, it's my turn. The man asked me a question. I have stopped production on Life and Beth season two, Amy Schumer's show. I stopped it to call in because of the text messages, the DMs that I've got all weekend. Okay? There's people waiting for me. Sam, did you receive any money from Michael? damn it. Uh, the answer it. is no. And let me just preface this by saying I love Michael Rappaport. I think he's a wonderful oh, actor. You. If you haven't seen yeah. Atypical, I recommend you watch it. It's he's fabulous. Uh, but sick, that said, with all due respect, <laughs> he's a punk bitch <laughs> for not paying into the fantasy league. And I think well, the only way for him to understand that is to talk to him the way he talks to the guys in his fantasy league. So with all due respect, Mike, you deserve to get stuffed. And JD oh. should be the one to fucking stuff you. Now will you pay? Oh, I, 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 now will you pay I, if I enough. talk to you like that? I've done enough. I've I spanked that pimply ass on that that hick that hillbilly. Okay. Uh, yeah, but what's it, that got to do with okay. it? You should pay up. You know that, Mike. Stop it. Howard, pay up. I attempted to pay that woman. I attempted to pay that. Well, you know what? How did he attempt to pay? Her? Did he attempt? Voice on the air. And yeah. she, I attempted to pay her. Her Venmo sucks. Okay. Well, well, then don't pay it with Venmo. Special Venmo for Samantha. Everybody paid me. Everybody paid me, Mike. And honestly, you should just at this point. I have to talk to you like everyone else. You, you, I got to threaten to to have JD rape you. That's the way you used to. That's how you got what you wanted. Can I get an extension? Can I get? Can I get a fifth? Mike, Mike, wait a second. Are you doing okay? Seriously, with money? Are you? Because you work a lot. I mean, are you a millionaire? I thought you were. I'm doing just fine. Are you a millionaire? Are you a millionaire? Are you a millionaire? I'm doing just. I don't talk money just like any other classy person. I am doing just fine. More than okay. Well, He's got Schumer for the fucking money, you scrub. All right, like let's go, dude. Pay up. It's not. Pay up, Aaron, Why don't you explain exactly what happened with the Venmo? I trust. First of all, Howard, all right, but okay. So, me, so send over. So send over. Listen, you got people. Get a send check. Send over the cash or check. Do something. Take care. I'll of make it. sure it gets paid within the next fourteen days. I got. I got to move some things days. around. Here. Fourteen How days. How much are you charging for this bachelor <laughs> fantasy league? This is what forty it cost? fucking dollars. Forty dollars he's carrying on. Fucking dollars. <laughs> we have PAs. PAs paying and Venmoing me with no problem. Mike. Just give me two weeks. I have to move two weeks to get this. Pay- oh, it's you're not, not liquid forty dollars. I 
like, I've liquidated a couple of things. I just got a two weeks to get it over. <laughs> you got to sell stock. Oh, shit. All right. Mike, uh, I will say goodbye. Thank you very much. That's Michael right, Rappaport. Guys. And by He's the way, Amy Schumer. until he pays next time. Howard. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I got to put my foot down. There were people in the league that told me, do not let him in. He did. Oh, yeah. We're ignoring this. He didn't pay the last time either. Come here. The oh, fucking league sucked. The, the was, league was poorly run. Wait a second, Mike. Excuse me, Mike. You didn't pay twice. You owe my ass eighty fucking dollars, dude. Eighty dollars. Eighty fucking dollars, bro. 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 No one gives a shit about that. You should be paying me. Paying you. What? Who's that? Uh, Mike. It's uh. It's the. It's it's President Trump. Go ahead, President Trump. Oh, Mike. Mike. Can everybody hear me? Can everybody hear? Yes. We all hear you. Yes. Whatever you do, don't pay. Don't pay. Oh, I paid stop. once and I went, I'm going to, I mean, good. I'm indicted. Can you believe this? Can you believe this? Is terrible. Whatever you do, don't pay. They'll never track you, say, you down. So, Donald, you say there's no way Sam can track down Mike Rappaport. He shouldn't pay his bills. He should not yes. pay his bill. Deny, deny, deny. You know what I mean? All right. Very there nasty. you go, Mike. And by the way, he's very nasty to me on social media, but I'll back him up on this. <laughs> I back you up on this too. I agree with you on this, uh, 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 President, former President Trump. I agree. We agree we're in agreement on this. Finally, we agree on something. It's Samantha's a very na- nasty woman. Nasty hey. woman. <laughs> nasty woman. Lock her up. Lock her, Lock her up. Lock her up. Lock her up. $80. Her, look at this. Look at this. $80 We're bringing fucking people dollars. together. We're bringing people together. This is the wonderful thing about Trump. Don't you but have to get like on a plane, uh, Mr. Trump? I, don't you have to get on a plane? Holding you the, haven't, you're... Listen, listen, listen. This is big. This is big. I want to stick it to Sam's mother. That would be incredible. Oh, I'll give really? her the Trumper in the dumper. She'll love my Trump tower. <laughs> you would have said <laughs> <laughs> you. Okay, thank you. I know you got to get on a no plane. No more pink dildo <laughs> stuff, okay? So are get you gonna, the are you gonna be... gold Trump-branded dick. Are you going to let them take a mugshot of you or not? Just let me know. Yes, if they're if they're willing to do it. Now they're saying they don't want to do it because they don't want to cause a riot because the sales of the photo are going to go through the roof. T-shirts, hats, everything, posters. Right, right. <laughs> you're excited about that. All right, Very well, excited. listen. All right, we, we we're going to look forward to seeing that on TV, and maybe they'll even uh, they're going to fingerprint you. I know that. Oh, they're going to love. We, I have huge hands. I have very big. They don't have enough ink. Enough ink <laughs> for my hands. <laughs> All right, thank you, Mr. President. He's got to get on a plane. In the dumper. You know, my mom loves Michael. My mom loves Michael Rappaport, and I, I, Mike, I'm going to help you here. My mother and and pay the eighty dollars. Okay. Have her pay. Have her pay the forty. You know what, Mike? You you got to pay. You join the league. Go oh, ahead nice. and do it. Don't forget about the two weeks. Just get it over there today. You know the right thing to do. You know Come what on, to crap do. Come on, crap report. Let's you go. know what to do. I will get it say. done within 10 to 14 days. I Tough. promise. I can't believe it. Mike, uh, like many businessmen, Mike uh, wants to get the interest on the $80. <laughs> uh, so you got to bear with him. He'll, he'll, is it 80 or 40? You keep changing the 40. numbers. He, oh, no, 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 no. You owe me twice. I just outed you. I forgot about that. I'm such a nice person. I was going to let the well, first time go. How do I owe you Excuse twice? Me. Twice for what? Twice well, for pl- what? We played back in 2020, Mike, and you never paid, bro. You never paid, bro. Was that during COVID? What? Yes. <laughs> Nobody's paying shit. attention to that COVID, that COVID season. That didn't count. What? <laughs> it, 
Listen, I'll give you the forty dollars. All right, get off my fucking ass, Mike. Eighty dollars, fucking 80. man. Eighty dollars, Jimmy gets to stuff you. Period. I can make what? this easy, Michael. Go I ahead, can make this it. easy for you, Michael. You pay Jason for fantasy football through PayPal, right? Send Jason the money, yes. and Jason will get it to Sam today, now, right? Fine, Mike. Why am I involved? Fine. <laughs> Why is Jason getting involved, Gary? I know. I'm just trying to get Sam the money also, quicker I, than 14 days. This is making me feel bad. This is making me feel bad. Why do you feel I, bad? Because you, now the Karen I, feels bad. Oh, does Karen feel bad? Oh, Karen feel bad? <laughs> Crap report, Karen. Listen to me. You're the one that doesn't pay. That's very Karen to not pay. But I feel bad. Motherfucker. Can I explain this after? Hold on one second. Uh, right after. Yes. Yeah. Karen. What? Oh, my God. It's Joe Pesci. What's up, Joe? Oh. Hey, listen, you rap report, you broke 90s has-been motherfucker. Pay what oh. you owe or I'm going to come down there and break your kneecaps. <laughs> you're not going to do anything to me, you short little shit stain you. You're not going to do anything. Oh, you fucking fire crotch little fuck. You stiff my future stepdaughter. I'll you're going to find your yourself in the bottom of a fucking river with fucking you. concrete shoes on swimming I'll with the anchovy brigade, you stupid fuck. <laughs> You extra chromosome Larry Bird looking motherfucker. You have some fucking nerve. Do you know who the fuck I am? You're a fucking nobody. You little prick, you. You look like with a fucking pen. You stupid fuck. You look like a cauliflower going through a goddamn divorce. What the fuck is wrong with you? You look like you were microwave for too long, you fuck. Wow. Somebody forgot you in the fucking microwave. Shut the fuck up. Boy, your new stepfather is really defending you. Thank you, Joe. That's Joe Pesci. Yeah. Uh, what did you want? All right, Sam. What did you want to say to Michael? I say wanted it to and, say I feel bad yeah. because I like feel Michael bad. Rappaport. Be, this is why I feel bad because I, I am. You should have thought about this. that before you opened your mouth. <laughs> hold on, Mike. Hold on. I am the the messenger. I'm not even getting this money. I didn't win the last league. I didn't win this league. It's actually not even my money. I am just the person that collects the money and gives it to right. the other person. But now I feel bad because I feel like I'm personally taking money from this broke, apparently broke dude. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You know, you know, fool me once, blah, blah, blah. Fool me twice, whatever it is. Whatever the expression is. Yeah. This guy, you know, he doesn't pay. Stop putting him in the league. But I like him. No, 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 no. Don't say that, Howard. I said I'm going to move around the money. I said, if you give me 10, <laughs> Mike, what is hey, going hey, on? You're moving around no, money to get $80? Howard, you got to get Amy to pay more. Friday? Can I have till Friday to get you to 40 Where's bucks? Where's the money right now? Where's we, where are we moving? What is, it tie, what is the $80 tied up in, Mike? <laughs> Listen, Howard, I, I don't like to talk finances okay. you know, publicly. Right. It's Obviously, this guy's got a... He's got a very complicated uh, uh, situation with his finances. And, uh, what right. is it? You Crypto, know what? I should have taken his money up front. I should have taken the money up front. I should have taken the money up front, and that's on me. That's on I want to say something. You know, Sam, yeah. you just said something correct. If you set yeah. up a fantasy league, everyone pays in right at the start or they're not in the that's league. That's right. That's it. Right. Mike, well, are you yeah, interested, and Sam's a little embarrassed to say this, are you interested in working it off? In other words, instead of paying the 80, <laughs> oh, if we could uh, hire you to do chores. And, and, uh, oh, that sounds interesting. Do you what, have a friend what, 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 you could what? set my mom up with? Maybe that that would help mm-hmm. me. Now, how, 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 old is, how old is your mom? 68. 69. 68. 69. 
69 or 68. All right, Mike, I got to oh, go. Mike, Listen, come on. Mike. I got to go. I, I was All right, bye-bye. Bye. You don't have to go. We have to go. Right, bye-bye, Mike. All we right. said bye no. first. Uh, Hypich Eric wants to date your mother. Hi, Hypich. Oh, fuck. Hey, what's up, Howard? I want to date Samantha's mom. I guess she's very brilliant. She's very smart. Why would you date her? You can't even get, you can't even come. Hey, baby, that's good for Samantha's mom. No, she wants, you gotta get. Sam wants her banged out. Yeah, I'd like good. I want, I do. I'm not being gross. She needs a good bang in and and I don't want it to be you. I don't want you to be my daddy. Sorry. All right. Um, there you go. All right. So I hope that works out, Sam. I hope you get the money because I know it's upsetting. All right, there yeah. you go. Sam's mom, okay. a very big hit, Robin. Yes. We'll see what happens. Uh, yes. We, and we, Sam, we can't find her love. Sam said no to Benji. Poor Benji. You know, I was thinking Benji. I feel bad for him in a way. I mean, everyone See, it, Benji now wants to date Sam's mom? Yeah, I think so. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, I know what it was. He wanted to date her sister. And date right. Sister. Yeah, that I heard about. I didn't. I didn't know. That he had changed horses. Seems like all of America wants to fuck someone in Sam's family. Either the sister <laughs> or the mother. I'll give her one. Sam, I'll give you one last question. If you had to pick one guy to be with your mother. And the only three guys in the world. High pitch Eric. Ass napkin Ed. Or Bigfoot. Who do you choose? But you got to choose one. Who's the, the lesser of those three? High pitch Eric. Lesser evil. Hypocharic. Yeah, and Bigfoot. Um, uh, I'm like disassociating right now. Hold on a second. Hypocharic. All right, I'll make it easier. Uh, okay, well, I got it. I got it. I, 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 high pitch is gay. Right. Well, he's not going to touch your mom. At, le- at least he's <laughs> not going to touch your mom. Okay, and, and who's the last? Bigfoot. Ass no, napkin big, or Bigfoot? Uh, uh, I I would choose ass napkin over Bigfoot. Wow! Oh, so you'll take well, the worms uh, over the scabies? The scabies, the smell. Uh, he, Robin, the, the, if the you had a fuck, yeah. Robin, if you had to fuck one of these guys, I pitch ass napkin or Bigfoot. In other words, you have no choice. You have to fuck one of them. In other words, I'm taking a, the guy who can't fuck. I'm taking high pitch Eric. Right, he'll just rub against you. That's all. <laughs> That's a lot to deal he'll with. Lay he'll be there laying... and eat. That's right. what he'll do. He'd be I trying to fall asleep him. at night, and he'd be recording cameos. Hi, this is <laughs> my mom All in the right. background. Well, anyway, you, you, the bottom line is your mom's a big hit. Maybe one day we'll do a dating game with her. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Right. That would be great. Thank you. Right. No whackpackers. Bye. And why Benji no on your sister? I forget. <laughs> What was the reason okay, there? Benji Swift. This fucking. I, I'm I'm in a vortex right now. I'm I'm too All right, deep. Don't forget uh, it. The, All right, it's Benji, okay. Benji wants to said he wanted to date my sister. Then I asked him how old he was. Then he wouldn't give me a straight that answer. That is not right. That, the, uh, okay, well, Benji. I feel Benji. bad for you. That's not true. Sam asked me if I want to date her sister. If I would date Sam. You, wait, you don't remember that, Sam? I'm not giving her up like a like oh. Benji, she needs to date someone. Sam, That's did I bring happened. it up to you or did you bring it up to me? Say, you hey, would you want to date? I, we went through right. this already. You were Wait, talking so, about being what, single. I remember, now, I remember now why you don't want your sister dating Benji, I guess. No, answer. Sam, did What's you... Question? A- okay. 
Did you ask, say, hey, would you, do you think you'd want to date my sister? No. I swear on my life. Dude, Sam, no. Sam, you think I came up to you and said, hey, can I date your sister? No, you weren't weird like that. That's true. No, you didn't do that. We were Benji, talking about Benji, don't wipe dating. your nose with your hand. I was wiping my fucking mouth. Why are you wiping your face with your hand at all? That's so, women get turned off by that. I'm telling you. I, I, I don't, I, I, at this moment, I don't give a fuck. I know, no. what's going on? Uh, do you have a condition? Uh, yeah, I have. I have a saliva. I have saliva. You saliva? Okay. All right. Your mouth dry. What is your mouth dry? I, I don't know. All right, uh, Sam. This is what happened with with Benji? We were talking. I can't. All right. We I don't care. You know what? No, Benji, thank, like you. thank you. I never. Benji, thank you. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. There you go. Oh, I think that they're still arguing. <laughs> oh, just trying Did you to explain two work this out between yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I understand. Ben. Benji I, feels you were talking about your sister. No, I got. Now I remember. I, I, I never it. asked. He never I was asked. asked. Would right, you want right. to? I declined. I said okay. it, I don't think it would be a good idea. I don't know why Let's we're here this because elsewhere. Samantha decided to change her mind. She did not want you to date her sister. No, I never asked to. I was asked. All right. Hey, fair enough. You thank you, Benji. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right. I, I believe Benji. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, Benji's a piece of work. He's got some new shtick going where he's harassing various staff members who all have Peloton, you know, the exercise oh, bike, yes. the Peloton. Yes. He wants, he's claiming that some of the instructors are his, like they were his girlfriends, and that he, that people should stay away from them and stop. That's his new What? Thing. Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know if I want to go down this road, but you want me to go down the road? I, Benji's yeah, I need new, to understand what you're saying. Benji's new thing is to call up various staffers, people who work on the show. And say, I understand you have Peloton. You better stay away from my instructor. She's my girlfriend. So he doesn't really have a relationship with this person is what I'm trying to determine. He's just wanting to be the only right. one in her class. What happened? Who knows anything about this? I do, Howard. <clears throat> it's oh, Derek. Okay. Hi. Derek, um, what's up? So... It, this started like a couple months ago, uh, where, you know, you could see if somebody else is on your Peloton class, like a friend. So I was taking a class on like a Sunday morning and I saw that Benji sat there for an entire class and just watched me take a class without pedaling. So, so then later that night, I started getting these messages where he said, Hey, I was like basically just, uh, hustling you this morning and i beat your score by three points and emma lovewell's my girl leanne hainsby's my girl and you need to stay away uh so and now basically for like the past few months like once or twice a week i get these you know semi harassing text messages which are very funny but right but uh you know uh wow benji's got shtick non-stop non-stop yeah, yeah wow. he was leaving me voicemails i think uh i think we have one let me see. Oh, here it is. Oh, no. Do we have that, guys? Benji harassing Derek? 
about staying away from his Peloton girlfriend? I think they got it. Give me one sec. Yeah, and he's going after, I think, Mike Trainer too. Benji appears oh to be doing like a hundred bits a day, but off air and only for one person. In his yeah. house for himself. Yeah. Right. I, I say to him, why don't you, if you're going to do bits, why don't you do some stuff we can put on the air? I got this message that this is about his girl, Leanne Hainsby, who's the English, uh, you know, she's from Britain. Uh, Derek, I'm not asking permission, but I feel I should be up front with you and let you know I am taking classes with Leanne now. She's beautiful and I like her. Very bubbly and playful personality and we have a connection. I don't share and that's ultimately up to Leanne, but Leanne wants you to know that you could still pedal, just not in her or any of Emma's classes. I got the voicemail too. Here it is. Oh, I just screamed to you, fucker. 201 to 198, Hannah Corbin class. Fucking check the records and surrender. Trainers next. What the hell is that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, this is another one. Uh, he changed his mind the next week. Leanne is about love. Love is about sharing. Leanne wanted me to let you know you are welcome to resume taking her classes on a probationary basis as long as you are respectful of Leanne and my relationship. Wow. <laughs> a lot of time. Yeah, he's got a lot of free time. <laughs> I wish I had time. free time. <laughs> just don't share so your Peloton name with him. Just high pitch, high pitch Eric. Fantasy. Yeah. High pitch Eric is on the phone. He's flattered that Robin chose him to uh, fuck <laughs> with her. Hi, high pitch. Howard, I am so flattered Robin would fuck me because I'm, I'm, I'm so into black chicks because they're so fucking hot as fuck. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, thank you. I'm glad you're flattered. Robin, are you looking for a boy boyfriend? No. Yes, she is high pitch. She's too embarrassed to say. I like Benji. I don't have fantasy girlfriends or boyfriends. I'm no. Right. Robin, I'll come on, I'll take one and take it. Wherever you want to go. <laughs> He's got money. He does. All right, high pitch. Thank you. All right. I listen. So there you go. Oh my. What what else uh, people wrote in about um Oh, wow. A, a lot of people st uh, like that new song I put out, Metamucil Man. Metamucil oh, yeah? Man. Getting That's some love the from the audience. That's one you're not going to use on the album or is that That's on right. the album? That's not on the album. I mean, it's a throwaway. Okay. Uh, Howard, a true artist will always pen a song that's universal. As somebody who has constipation, I can absolutely relate to being a Metamucil man. Thanks for giving us a pooping anthem. Good. Okay. There you go. You didn't expect that. No, I might put that on the album. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, you know my song, Metamucil Man, by May. It's a good song. It is a good song. You <laughs> yeah, know what? Whenever, you're not going to use it. 
Whenever I interview a songwriter, they say, you got to write about something you care about, something you love. And a love song is what the Beatles did and uh, the Stones. And I, I love Metamucil. A title is a good start. And you right. had Metamucil, man. Yeah, that's how it started. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it should have finished. <laughs> um, by the way, this, so, uh, this song is such wow. a big hit. Rob, I'm sorry, Robin. I'm <laughs> I don't want to go on the air about it. <laughs> Some people are already sending in their own covers of the song. Uh, really? Here's Jesse, Jesse and Roddy with a very indie version of Metamucil Man, and I like it very much. She's apple crisp, a fiber thin, so good and so hot damn sin. She makes a move, she makes him go, he's got perfection in his toilet bowl. You know it's too late lose. he drops a real nice deuce, he's a man. A good song is a good song. I, I, you can put that on a poster. Put um, that on a T-shirt. Yeah, they're actually playing that on the Coffee House Channel here on Sirius XM. People love this it so alternative much. version, huh? Yeah, I'm sure they are. I mean, I don't know for a fact, <laughs> but I'm sure they are. By the way, here's an update. Michael Rappaport, the famous actor, just sent Jason fourteen dollars on PayPal, so it's coming in. And He's installed. paying it over time. What are you talking about? The man has a financial situation right now where uh, he needs time to uh, pay. He needs the next couple of weeks to get his finances together. He explained that, Rob, and everyone should understand that. Okay. Yes. Um, oh, there's so so many different emails. But anyway, there you go. That's the email for today. I was gonna, let me see, what time is it? Maybe I got time for one more thing. Um, let me see what I have. God, there's so many things. What do you, I'll give you a choice. I could inform you about the Unsexy Sex Podcast. Uh-huh. I know you're curious about that. Yeah, I don't I know could, how you make sex unsexy while talking about it. I could, uh, oh, I could give you JD visits a bathhouse. It's quite uh, fun. That's um, what stuck in my head after your... Uh -huh. All right. And also... List this uh, morning. Chris could come on and present disturbing trends in gay porn. Which is oh, boy. Too. Yeah, that's fun. That was the second one. Uh, so, uh, what do you want? It sounds like you want JD visits the bathhouse. Is that what you yes, want? Yes. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Always love know. a JD bit when he's with John Blit. You're my buddy. I always make your dream come true. Oh, here we go. Here you go. So, let me set it up this way. Our writer, John Blit, loves JD, loves having adventures with JD. Yes. And uh, they make a good pair because John is up for anything and J.D. is up for nothing. So there you go. <laughs> I don't know how J.D. keeps going out with John Blitt. 
<laughs> he does. Do you like John or do you hate him? I mean, where are you at with this I, guy? No, I don't. I don't hate him because I wouldn't associate with him if I hated him. But uh, no, he's he is fun, but uh, and, and a good guy. But uh, you know, there's also the the devilish side of him that can get annoying sometimes. And uh, you have to like it because he you loves know me. Going to happen. I, I yeah. do. I hold on. I do love Blit. I do. I do like, there is a part, sure, there is a part of me that likes to be, um, uh, taken out of my comfort zone and experience new things or whatever. Okay. But, you know, there are some things that I could care less about experiencing. John (laughs) organized, one of them. (laughs) John organized a surprise trip for them to the 10th Street Russian and Turkish baths. Uh It's a bathhouse on the Lower East Side of New York. And uh John thought this would get JD out of his comfort zone and make for some good radio. He was not wrong. Uh <laughs> this bathhouse, uh, JD knows, offers several spa treatments, right, JD? Oh yeah. It consists Whatever you want of a, is there, I guess. It consists of a steam room, <laughs> saunas, a radiant heat room, and a cold plunge pool. Yes. And uh, they say sweating it out for a few hours at the baths is supposed to help rid the body of toxins and impurities. You know, this is what oh, it. Yeah. Uh, and and John, I guess your thought was this will be great comedy because a JD hates the water. We saw when he went swimming at uh, Six Flags, he almost drowned in a kid's pool. That was hedonism, <laughs> by the way. And was it hedonism in Jamaica? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone on our social media and on our app has seen the clip of JD going down the slide and then almost drowning. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> so is that how your mind works, John? Take JD somewhere where there's water and naked and this kind of no, thing. No, th- th- this, I thought it would be good for his body, for his mind, for his health. And yes, I, you know, good radio for sure. But number one was JD's health and well-being 100 percent. and i noticed you used a smart strategy i have to commend you for this you didn't tell jd ahead of time where you were taking him nope all right you see that's i I don't i do i do not like surprises at all and i I wanted to take jd like with on my first year working at the show i was wanting to take jd to this just for his body and his mind and his yes and i said no right (laughs) <laughs> J.D. had no idea what Blit had planned, so John gave him a list of things to pack for the day. And for fun, John threw in a bunch of extra items that had nothing to do with the bathhouse, just to fuck okay. with J.D. So here's right. that here's that uh, exchange. Okay, go ahead. Okay, a warm jacket. A warm jacket. Formal wear. I don't have formal wear. No, I don't want to. Not so formal, just like a nice. something I would wear to work? Yeah, like something you would wear to work. Do you have warm socks? Warm socks. John, if we're doing like some sort of camping bullshit, I'm not doing no it. camping. I'm telling you what to bring, like shorts or a bathing suit. I, no, I'm not. I, we're not going swimming. Anything, don't, I don't we're not going anything to do with a bathing suit. Okay, just you, you don't have. To, you're not going to be shirtless. A razor. I don't want a razor. And do you have gloves? Why do you need any of this stuff? Because these are uh, things that you need for the adventure. They're not great gloves. I mean, they're like, if they are, they're like big winter gloves. Those are good gloves. That's what we need. John, is there anything you could have said that would have made JD happy? Like, I guess bring a condom or something would have made him happy. <laughs> Condoms, <laughs> right. or I'm bringing chocolate, you know, things right. like that would have made well, him nice. Yeah. But no, I, had JD, to lug this, I had to lug a fucking suitcase over to his place. It's called a misdirect. 
Oh, yeah. J.D. did not react well when he finally figured out where John was taking him. He freaked out. Here he, <laughs> he, here he realizes he's going to a bathhouse. If it's a fucking Russian bathhouse, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, it's okay. I'm going to be fucking pissed. Because yeah. he fucking pitched that to me fucking five years ago, and I said no. <laughs> and I knew that's exactly what this was going to be. I knew it. I knew that's what this was going to be. <laughs> so the first stop, the first stop at the bathhouse was the Russian heat room. The Russian heat room. Uh, Robin, this is uh, heated by a wood oven to approximately 240 degrees. And what do you think happened? J.D. was not happy. When <laughs> Let me tell you, Howard, I've been uh, there. You can't imagine how hot <laughs> these rooms yes. are. Yeah. Yes. And guess who hates heat? J.D. <laughs> <laughs> Not only does he hate heat, he hates cold and every other thing between. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Uh, the, hiss, the hissing, the hissing you're hearing is the steam coming out. Listen to oh, that. Yeah. Right? Oh my God, Jesus! Fucking inside the door's hot. God. Oh, Blit, I can't handle this, dude. Oh my God, I cannot handle this. Are you kidding me? For a second. Blit, I don't like this Just at all. Take a seat for one second. I can't even breathe. Just relax. Get into it. The fucking wood is gonna be hot. Just come sit next to me, though. No, I don't want to sit next to you. My foot just touched the fucking my toe. God damn it! It's yeah. fucking hot. Yeah, it's pretty hot in here. Yeah, no shit. Well, we could do a good dunk. I don't want to do a dunk. No. Let me see you do a dunk, okay. and then. Uh, yeah, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't like that at all. I don't like that. No, I don't want to try that. The dunk you're referring to is uh, when you get too hot, you fill a bucket with cold water and pour it on yourself to cool down. Is that the idea? Yeah. yeah. And J.D. Yeah. did a little one. I gave him a little dunk, and it helped him stay in a little, for a little bit longer. Did multiple dunks, first yeah. of all. You're good. That's the sound of enjoyment. That was the sound of J.D.'s pleasure. <laughs> that was not pleasure. It was. First of all, I, felt my, I thought my skin was going to burn off. Right. Uh, which is a, I, That's a good thing. That's why you go to the baths, <laughs> to feel the heat and to feel your skin burn. <laughs> You know, JD is a prolific sweater anyway. You know, right. Thank you, Robin. JD just walking down the street <laughs> drenched in the summertime. How's he yes. supposed to survive this? Thank you. And, and, and John, you had JD wear something called a banya hat. What is that? So banya hat keeps your head cool and does, that stops it from like overheating and getting super hot. We were both wearing them. Uh, how did JD yeah. look in his banya hat while he, he looked was very there? super sexy? Really, he was really really hot for the entire thing. Imagine. He looks yeah really. Hot. Is it a giant hat like a big like sombrero type situation? It kind of looks like a bucket hat, you know, like a, yeah, it looks like a bucket <laughs> it's hat, like a, like a weird white wizard hat. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it Wait, nothing. is it fair to say? Is it fair to say JD looked like a garden gnome? Like uh, maybe <laughs> yeah, with a his giant hat? garden yeah. gnome? Yeah, <laughs> ready to go to a KKK rally. <laughs> So, J.D., you're miserable at this point, right? But, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll go that I was, far. I was miserable walking up the steps. Of <laughs> John, at any point, do you start doing embarrassing things at the bathhouse where you uh, tell people lies about J.D. or anything like that? Not, not, well, later on I did, but during the bath, okay. I was, I was happy to have him there and yeah, not the, leave. So that was my, my number one goal. The, pl the place was kind of empty. Uh, whenever we first got there, so he had no one to bounce these <laughs> stupid things for him to say off of. I think I told All somebody right. he was born in a banya in the in the hot room. <laughs> after the after the hot room, the the boys had a plaza. It's a treatment where a massage specialist hits your entire body with a bundle of leaves and twigs. Uh -huh. I was going um, to ask if he got the fronds. Yes, because the these are some long, long.
branches and they try to beat the crap out of you. <laughs> well, the plots must have relaxed JD because he started talking about the first time he orgasmed while getting his really? massage. Yeah, that's oh, he liked it. Oh my yeah. god. Do you remember your first time having an orgasm? Yes. What was that like? Uh, I, it was, God, I forget how old I was, but I somehow got a hold of condoms or my friend got condoms or something. So he gave me one and I was trying to, I wanted to see like, uh, in case, uh, I did, uh, end up with a girl. I wanted to seem sort of like, you know what I was doing. So I practiced putting on a condom on and when I put the condom on, I, that's when I orgasmed. Right. Were you stroking yourself or did you? Not really, no. It was just, it was a crazy sensation and it just happened. So I was like, oh, okay. JD, you really opened up. You were getting hit with those leaves. I could hear the leaves bashing into your body. And, and he's well, not stuttering. Do you hear? This is a constant stream of words with no interruption. He's completely uh, understandable. This is amazing, so, JD. Well, you you slid the condom on and you just came spontaneously, <laughs> something like that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's a great story. We can do what a reenactment of it if you want on video. Reenactment. No. <laughs> Why not? Uh, well, it's funny. Like they asked me, the the guy asked me if I wanted to take my shirt off for this. I said no. And then what? Uh, I said, I said, go easy, go easy, because I knew they'd beat the shit out of me or do God knows what. <laughs> so he's kind of like hitting me. And uh, oh, yeah, when I said I wanted to keep my shirt on, he gave me like a look like, oh, God. <laughs> so, so you I kept your shirt on the whole time? I the kept massage? my shirt on. Yes. And oh, Blit, my God. Blit gets on there and does the same thing, except he has his shirt off. He didn't say to the guy to go easy. The guy's like beating the shit out of him. He's like on top of Blit, like fucking <laughs> his knees dug into his back and like stretching him. It was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's wow, well, I didn't know uh, how you could keep talking through all of that. Was yeah, the guy? Did the guy speak English? What was he? Was he like looking at you like you were a loser when you said that you put the condom yes. on and you came in? Yes. It? Yeah. The, the yeah. Look, the, yeah. That. That's. He didn't speak hardly any English, but I. I write it all over his face. He understood that conversation. He understood that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when Robin, the spa in day. The heat, when, Yes, go ahead. I was just going to say, Robin noticed that JD was able to put a sentence together in the hot room. He stayed in there for twenty minutes, and we were talking about the housewives of Beverly wow. Hills and New York, and he was didn't even mention the heat. Oh, maybe you'll take him back there. It. He seemed to yes. like it. No, I'll yeah. back there. Yeah. No. yeah. When well, the spa day was over, you. when the spa day was over, John Blit rewarded JD with a trip to the <laughs> rooftop terrace of the bathhouse for some beer. Authentic Russian food and the joint. Oh, JD. JD enjoyed all the Russian food except for a dish called kasha, which is <laughs> roasted buckwheat. Ugh. He thought it was too dry. And John, now John's starting in with JD. John <laughs> says to JD, oh, "I think yeah. you t you should tell the chef that the food is too dry, <laughs> and I'm going to go get the chef." And JD got all nervous. Here you go. Uh oh. The fun begins. Like you, you saw me putting water on him. He acts like a cat. Well, there you go. I'm a cat. There you go. Do you want a meow? Meow. <laughs> What's your cat name? It's JD. Did you do a Russian accent? JD? Germany. Come yeah, here. Let's see what, how this tastes. Let's see. You like kasha? Oh, very dry. It's dry, right? Dryish. Can you get the chef? Please. Shut up. No. Why not? That's no, a, that's we're not thing. doing it. No, 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 yeah, don't. Yeah. Get the chef. Tell no, him. don't. Stop. Let's get the chef. Stop. Can you get the chef, please? Blit, stop. It's a good idea. You no, want it's to, not. If you think it's dry, you should say something. 
Blit, it's just, I don't like this. Do you want to tell me? No! Them, like, get at the show. Blit, stop! I, mean, I swear to God. What? Stop. You have to tell people that you don't like the food. <laughs> no, I don't. No. Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yucking it up over there. What happened? Like you, did, like you said to the waiter, please have the chef come up. It wasn't even to the waiter. It was someone on the cam on the video team. I was like, get the chef for him, and he freaked out. Oh, so God. there's video. It was fan- it was fantastic way to end. Those that. are my favorite things you do with JD. When you just say, oh, this is unacceptable, JD. I'm gonna have the chef come right up here so you can <laughs> yeah. tell him the food's too dry. And it always works, no matter what. And the thing is, if he starts believing me, then I'm going to go and get the chef and have him come to JD. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the problem. So, like, I'm fucked either way. I can't. If I fight for it, I, it's, I can't. There's no winning with this. But you have an amazing mind because you're really great with JD. You have a way of like, like I, I remember certainly some of the antics you've done in the past where, you know, you get JD all freaked out. You know, I mean, they, 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 of course, the most famous one being the airplane when you proposed right. to JD in a gay, yeah. uh, a gay for gay marriage, and, and and then got up on the microphone in the air in the airplane. But these things are great. <laughs> Did they come spontaneously? Like JD goes, "Hey, this kosh is dry. I don't love it." And you're up. Oh, I'm getting the chef. You must. Yeah, that was spontaneous. <laughs> yeah, that was spontaneous. Some things take a little thought because you want them right. to be really good, but. JD seemed tortured uh-huh. by the entire experience. Of course. And let's see, um, here's a montage of JD's reactions throughout the day. Oh, my God, of course, of course. Are you happy? <laughs> oh, no. Why not? Because I'm wet and just hot. But hot in a good way. No, not in a good way. What's your body uh, saying to you now? It's saying it's so fucking hot. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God, it's so hot. God. Ugh. I think with that cold pool. Dude, I'm not getting that cold pool. Why do you hate the water so much? I just don't. I don't like being wet. And I can feel things burning from the heat in here. Is that a good thing? No, it's not a good thing. I'm about to get smacked with some leaves or something, I guess. Mm-hmm. How hard does he smack you? Just, do you want to speak in Russian? Yet What does that mean? The softer. What's softest? Is that better mean soft? That's the soft. If you want to repeat, you want to practice? No. <laughs> miserable misery <laughs> what's going to yeah. be your next adventure what do you have in mind john to take jd where well we're i think we're going to do something um in, in uh stone crabbing on a boat uh, that i'm taking him live stone crabbing i think that'll be a, a, a good amount of fun mm, uh, right i don't even know I what did, that is <laughs> the other day he came over for dinner and i i, I got a beautiful black truffle and I, I cooked him like four courses of of black truffles and after that ba- the baths experience i took him to like a two michelin star restaurant and that was pretty <laughs> fantastic does he yeah. is it a waste of time does he appreciate fine food he, at all he, i love dining with jd he appreciates wine he appreciates food he's up for anything and he's a great dinner date so really he talks yeah. and has things he to talks say talks and has things to say you know i got <laughs> pranked big time this weekend by the way like hardcore i get a text message from my girlfriend i'm in nashville about to see a concert and she's like in the er they're doing a biopsy i'm going to find out in two days if it's malignant or not so i'm on a scooter i'm like okay i need to get on a plane now and go back and then i call her is everything okay she's like april fools you idiot oh that's not april fools that's crazy that's terrible (laughs) it was so good it, good made my weekend it was so good no, you should do you should you should dump her that, that, that ain't funny no no when no you t- nah, it's come a on. funny one it's a really funny don't one. marry really you're gonna good. marry this one are you crazy uh, if she marries me i would 
Uh, she really? was fantastic. It was a great listen. If, that's if not a prank. Pranks, that's not April Fool's. I got to explain to people what April Fool's is about. Yeah. <laughs> you don't call someone up and say, by the way, I just got diagnosed. I'm dying. And then you go, April Fool's. <laughs> but, like, that's was, not witty. It was, it was built around something else, though. So it, it was here's April Fool's. Yeah. Like, for your next thing. Mm-hmm. I think you should, like, you got to freak JD out and I'm yeah. going to get you guys tickets. Take them to the front line of Ukraine where they're fighting. <laughs> and tell JD you're taking them to the front line and them have them freak out. That's April Fool's. Scuba diving. But then take no. him scuba diving. Take him scuba diving. No, I, don't yeah, I want you to take him scuba diving. 5,000 feet. No, thank you. No. These what guys, do you mean, no, these thank guys, you? These guys you'll, you'll open your, no, no, you'll be great that. in scuba yeah. gear. Just you in scuba swim. gear. Yeah. So what? You don't need to be with you. Scuba diving. You, you, you got your oxygen with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, got a, you got a tank. You don't need to swim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got, you're going. You know what you ought to do? Do that thing like Diver Dan used to do. Not not scuba, but like where they put you in that giant metal thing. Like you look like a robot and then they put you like down the in the shark bottom of the cage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Shark. Yeah. Shark diving is good. <laughs> Also, JD is scared of, of sleepwalking. So I have a friend who's a doctor who has some meds that could simulate sleepwalking in a safe way. So I think that oh, could be I'm, a I'm fun adventure as well. Get out of here. Shut up. No. No. Why did you no. take JD, uh, a snake charming school where you have to charm a snake? <laughs> That's good. You know what I mean? You got to get some yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Where they're poisonous though. So you're, you're uh-huh. really risking your life, but there's someone there with the venom antidote. So you're <laughs> right. Yeah. Or skydiving, something. Skydiving. Yeah. yeah that'd be great. Sailing. Get a GoPro and oh my God. Oh what yeah. A great so thing hilarious. that would be. Uh-huh. Or sumo wrestling. Neuro, Nuru sumo wrestling. I like, I like when you take JD. New- I like when you take JD out to like these fancy restaurants and yeah. you know expose them to new foods and all that. Did you did you eat anything crazy when you took them out? We uh, they do this caviar hand roll where they do it table side. It's like an ounce of caviar in a hand roll, oh, and it's wow. delicious. And the people next to us recognize JD. They were super fans of the show. And then these women next to us, the other one of the girls at the table, did like a half hour interview with JD table side. You're wow. kidding. Yeah. This is, is that true, JD? These girls were going wild over you? Oh, no, they weren't going wild over wild. me. But they weren't going wild. I mean, they had me talking to their dad over FaceTime, for Christ's sake. They, they went wild. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, the, uh, it, it's funny. Blit has a thing. Like, he knows these guys. He ended up, they went to a pizza place down the street. <laughs> they come back with all these pizzas. And they're, like, putting caviar on pizza. So I had, like, pepperoni pizza with caviar. On it's, top. like, off the menu. An obscene amount of caviar on pizza yeah. for a second dessert. Well, great. I tell you. Uh, these experiences are wild. And did you do any pranks when JD? Did you call over the waiter? Did you, did you secretly tell these girls that he was JD from the Howard Stern show and that, uh, Oh no, I told them that they're like, what do you guys celebrate? I'm like, Oh, he's going to meet oh. his adopted son that he put up for adoption <laughs> 15 years ago. And this is the, the year to date that he's going to meet him. And do they have advice? Then they're like, you seem pretty hammered to be meeting your adopted son. Yeah. He's like, he's got to get the nerves out. And they were giving him advice on how to meet so his the, son. So, so the story was that JD gave up his son for adoption. Yeah, 15 oh, years great. ago to the date. <laughs> yes, yeah. they kept asking me now, why I gave my son up, and I was like, I, you know, come on. <laughs> now, after the baths, you took him up for some marijuana and beer or something? Yeah, marijuana, so beer, and Russian food. how did that affect food. the dinner? 
Uh, I think by the time the, that happened, like everything, I was like, I was fine. I wasn't like too lit or anything. I wasn't too lit or anything from lunch, but, okay. uh, yeah, I, yeah. And we I went can't. early though, but oh, okay. JD was glowing after this. He was, oh, glowing. is that the day we went? Never- is that the day I got a manicure or something or I got my feet <laughs> yeah, <we laughs> clipped? That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that must have been fun. It was all right. Well, JD had a final. JD had a final take on the bathhouse experience, and here it is. Great uh, banyang with you. Thank you for banyang. enlightening me. I'll never do this again. No, you, you will. No, no, I won't. I think you will. No, I can tell you, I'm not. You have to. <laughs> no, I don't. Once a year. Once a year. Once no. a year. No, shut up. Okay, cheers. To once a year. Cheers. No. <laughs> cheers for this one time. A year. Things always go a little bit wrong, too. At the end of the day, didn't J.D. discover he was wearing two right-footed slippers? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, the whole Hold time. On. You didn't notice that they were for your right foot? No, because sometimes the slippers, they like all, they, it was like one shape. So, and it was like this, they had all the slippers like tucked into like a, a, a cubby hole. So I just took two <laughs> out. I thought they were together and uh, they ended up being two left ones or whatever the hell it was. Right. Yeah. Well, slept over. I'm not a flip flop guy in the first place, so you're not. I didn't think so. You don't look like a flip flop. <laughs> no, thank yeah. you. I don't know what kind of guy you are, but all right, there you go. There it is. The um, the big adventure, JD and Don Blit, <laughs> and the bathhouse. Is the bathhouse just for men or is it co-ed? Co-ed. Co-ed. And yeah. any hot chicks there, JD, or were no. they mostly uh, no? It was all gals? guys. Always all I think guys. a couple of the like the the employees were cute, but the yeah, there are yeah. a few women there. But, uh, but we went pretty early. Yeah, it was very like we went right at the time they opened. So right, yeah. uh, it was only older guys. I took Jason Kaplan to the same bathhouse. He loved oh. it. Oh, when he was heavy or when he was thin? I guess he was thin. Yeah, yeah. Huh. All right, good. All right, well, boys, thanks for the update. I love your adventures. It's always fun thank to hear you. what yes. goes on. Maybe and we'll take Robin the, uh, next time. Take oh, Robin. No, no, no. She I've loves had my bathhouse experience. <laughs> she loves uh, hot and the cold. She loves tubs. Don't ask. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought I had been kidnapped. I was there with the owner of the place, and he would not let me leave. That's I actually I wound up locked in a closet that had crosses. What do you mean? He, what do you mean he wouldn't hung let you leave? all around me. You went to what? a bathhouse, and the guy wouldn't let you leave? The same guy owns the bathhouse down in Miami. Yeah. And I went there with in the morning without my friends. I had been there the day before, and they introduced me to him. Mm-hmm. And then I went the next morning because I was like, oh, this was a great experience. Let me go over there, and I'll just do a little sauna and, you know, get on the exercise bike or whatever, and, you know, and then take a shower and get out of there. And he found me, and he says, oh. I must show you how this is done. And so Uh-oh. that's why yeah. I know about the fronds and the heat oh. and the plunge pool. And yeah. then he ran me through the whole thing and took me out to the ocean and ran into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, most people would be honored. He took the time to teach you the whole lifestyle. Ran, you know, I can't swim. Yeah. He ran into the deep ocean. <laughs> I thought I was going to die at that point. Then he brings me back and he brings me to his family and his <laughs> wife says, oh, I must show you something. And she throws me into a closet and Jesus is bleeding and oh and wow. hung on the cross all Sounds over fabulous. the room. 
room. And but it was relaxing. I don't know how to get out. <laughs> and then they let me out and they go, you must have breakfast with us. And they sit me down and they start pouring this stuff into a little glass out of a samovar, which was the most alcohol probably I've ever had <laughs> in my life. You know, let me tell you something. You should what? be honored. These people went out of their way <laughs> to show you the whole experience and you don't even appreciate it. <laughs> I think you should go oh, back there and apologize. God, it was, Greg, I've you're on the air. Back since. <laughs> Greg, you have the final word. And thank you, J.D. and John. Uh, what's thank up? You. All right, enough with Greg. We're going to go. That was Greg. <laughs> I care All what right. Greg had to say. All right, anyway, um, I'm going to leave you with this word, and we'll see you tomorrow.